And we're back. I'm James. This is the Squish Fan Podcast. I'm Luke. I'm Mike. And I'm Brent. I'm James. All right. Hey, James. What? Are the Grizz going to win uh, their basketball game tomorrow night? Yeah. It's number one seed versus <laughs> number two seed. All right. Who are we playing? Northern Colorado. Do you remember <laughs> if we beat them earlier this year? We lost to get our undefeated conference season back. Oh, man. Do you think that if the Grizz make the championship game, we should drive to Boise again? No. No? You don't think so? What if I came this time? I was going to say. Yeah. Remember (laughs) last year we invited Brent and Luke and neither one of them came with us, so we had to take Brad? But was Brad pretty fun? Yeah. Yeah. See, Brad was yeah. that guy. Guess what? We're twice as fun as Brad. <laughs> and guess what? We've never seen the Grizz win on the road either. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to tell us about? Nothing? Fine. Uh, yeah, we're good. All right. All right. All right. Hey, thanks, thanks dude. bud. See you, James. Thank you, James. All right. Hey, it's been, what, a month since no. we like, recorded last? No, three weeks, right? Three weeks? <laughs> Ish, uh-huh. ish. Yeah. I mean, I just we're we're just coasting on being better than last off season already. So you know, yeah. we're we're now three hundred percent up over last year. It's yes. baby steps, right? Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps out of the elevator. It's all good. So uh, interesting day at the Grizz Fan Pod. First of all, we're recording on a Wednesday. Throws us off a little bit. Super weird. Um, we are also uh, uh, the Kaiman reached out to us and wanted to learn more about, I guess, what it is that we do here. Which will be interesting because we'll figure it out too. The GFP Nation. Yep. GFP Nation. <laughs> Got a big reach. So we kind of said, well, if you're going to interview us, we're going to interview you. So, hey, tell us about yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's great being on. I'm Jack Marshall. I work for the Montana Kaiman student paper at UM. I'm from the great Shields Valley, Montana. Clyde Park, to be specific. <laughs> which Luke did not know where it was at, which yeah. blows us I, away. I thought... Maybe White Sulphur Springs High School. No, not <clears throat> that was a wildly offensive. What what C is it located in? Like what, what C conference? Uh, well, football and basketball it's different because mm-hmm. in basketball we play like White Sulphur, Gardner, Manhattan Christian. Not fun to play them, but we play them. And then football we go to Fromberg and Bridger and Northern Cheyenne. And these so, are real towns. Yeah, these are all. <laughs> so in football, we play a lot of the eastern parts of the state. I guess it's weird, like this own place, because like, and then in basketball, we play the schools closer to us. So Gardner and Manhattan Christian, hmm. West Yellowstone. Okay. So you write for the Kaiman. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, we talked a little bit beforehand, but um, you know, Luke and I especially know some people from when we were students who wrote for the Kaiman and still are out doing kind of cool things in journalism. So we'll talk about them, but. Most importantly, when you got hired on at the Kaiman to cover Grizz Sports, did they give you like a Coach Bobby Howe primer or, <laughs> I mean, is yeah. there like a manual okay. on how to interact or? So, it's like a burn book. So, yeah. <laughs> when I first got a job, I was like, I'm a big football guy. So I was like, I'll find out about the football team because I didn't know a whole lot. So I just Googled Bobby Howe and found out about him. So I kind of had my own inference, just like a everything about Bobby and I came in and it was like there's we had a Pullman professor so a last episode Coulter told you guys about that mm-hmm. like some visiting yeah. professor and she yep. was all she was a really great professor a really great journalist but she also had the kind of the same ideas of 
attack the <laughs> attack yeah. anything, yeah. Yeah. including the football team. So there was some like me. There's being like you should ask him some ask Bobby some questions, and I'm like I don't know about that. I don't really know this guy, but like I. The other reporters told me just about like how the football team just has missed different media rules in other sports. But, like there was, I kind of found everything I did, Bobby, and I I got to meet him early on before anyone had told me a whole lot about him. So I got to form my own opinion about See, Bobby. I think it's a excuse me, Brent. I yeah. think it's an awesome advantage um, to have to come up with maybe I don't, I don't want to say a hostile, but at least a push and shove relationship a little bit with the coach <laughs> because when you graduate like <laughs> and you step into like a real job you'll be like oh no sweat like, <laughs> i interviewed bobby Houck for four years yeah. <laughs> right like yeah i'm not right now i'm not in any push and shove i mean i'm a freshman but I, every every experience i've had with bobby Houck is positive thus far which i actually think is is mostly true i think that i think that um that whole incident years ago that we don't need to really go into, everybody grew from. Definitely. Yeah. But so, do you find like with the, with the journalists, like so you get to the, you get to your first practice, is it a little bit kind of like a fraternity, so to say, with like the other sports journalists there, like so because you said some of them were kind of giving you some heads up. So is it like, you know, Sean and Frank and these guys and Coulter, like, hey, here's a few things, or think about this, or don't do this, or be careful, or or is it just like, hey, good luck, kid? Um, I think it's definitely a fraternity. The first times i hung out with other sports journalists they didn't talk to me they're just like because like they were to see if i was like because some guys like they only go to one practice and that's it they didn't know if i was going to stick around but after being there for a while uh i got to know some of the guys yeah so let's, let's be honest colter big time to you didn't he i i don't remember the first times i really talked to, i think i had to the only the first time i ever really actually talked to colter were at the grizz cat basketball game and i kept asking him the questions <laughs> Yeah, we're not surprised. Coulter's a dick. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Um, I sat by Frank for the whole Cat Grizz game. He, Frank doesn't talk a whole lot. He's a really great reporter, but the like, only times I heard him talk was I think he just talked out loud accidentally. But I, I ask him <laughs> questions. Frank's really smart. He knows everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Hansen, the museum basketball guy. Yeah. He's yeah. a good, great guy. I talk yeah. to him a lot. So, yeah. Th- no one really gave me any Bobby Hawk heads up, though. <laughs> they weren't. They're like... <laughs> So do you schedule your courses so the practice times are open? Uh, I, the first semester, I did not do that. This semester, I was like, well, football practice isn't going to be going on. I didn't completely blank spring ball, but it just worked out enough that, yeah, it's open. Okay. I don't usually have classes from 3 to 5. That's just a weird time. To... Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> But next semester in the fall, I'm definitely going to make sure I don't do that, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, figure out when their practices are. You feel like it, journalism school yeah. advisor 101 is like, don't schedule this kid during Grizz practices, right? It would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell my advisor that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, you want to schedule your courses around Grizz football practice. Yeah. So, okay. So, Jack, you're doing football. Are you doing other sports too? Yeah, I do basically anything that piques my interest. I. Uh, do a lot of football just because I like football. I do some basketball. Um, the, we have like three reporters on staff right now. Those guys, one of them does a lot of like the gamers, so like right after mm-hmm. games. And then the other one, he, he does he's done a lot of stuff with Lady Grits and uh, just basketball so far. He kind of has his own things. He does not as much football, so I do more football. I did this week, I had softball and track. So, oh wow, yeah, well, softball's interesting. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, what's been your biggest surprise in? in your first year at school, like interviewing? Like. Biggest, I mean, well, one of my favorite stories was 
the football player turned into the TikTok star, Josh Egbo. Egbo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, it wasn't. A, it was like when I found it online, like because I was on TikTok, like any Gen Z. <laughs> Wait, I, I actually think you might need to explain to our audience Wait, what okay, TikTok yeah. is. I was gonna say, are we not in the same generation? Okay, so <laughs> I'm barely a millennial. So, so basically, TikTok's just like an app where they just film like shorter videos with music and comedy stuff that's just like the new any it's, it's the new app that a lot of the younger people the kids, are doing the kids yeah so yeah. i was on tiktok and i was there's this msu kid who had duetted this video of this guy with a montana sweatshirt on and it was like he had made a video it's josh egbo the former cornerback for the grizz where he was like things you should drop from your life and it's like negative people and it's like a positive video he had a positive and she like duetted it and just had things you should drop from your life and it was Grizz fans and I'm like oh that's really clever oh. and she got like 12 likes so I'm like oh cool and I go to his account and he got like 53,000 likes because <laughs> he has like like hundreds of thousands of 1.6 million oh not followers. even hundreds of 1.6 million followers so I go on and I'm like this guy's got 1.6 and I'm like oh he's cool he's from Mesco to UM that's cool and then I found this guy's on the football team and I'm like yeah. well he was on the football team mm-hmm. so I got, got to do a story so it was surprising I got to talk to him um huh. He's a cool dude and graduated yeah. early with a degree in biology. Yeah, correct? he's going to wants to go to med school. Med school, yeah, because do- both his parents are doctors. That's his family so. background. Yeah, good for yeah. him. Yeah. Well, that explains graduating. But, uh, yeah. Can you monetize TikTok? Well, not when you're an NCAA athlete. You can. Yeah, he was. He's he makes money <laughs> off of it now. He didn't really. He he made sure to tell me he wasn't making it while he was on the Grizz. I don't know if he was but or not. Probably but can. Because <laughs> yeah. we'd People, have to give away another. A set of victories for giving away cookies oh, to athletes. You know? yeah. So I don't know. Um, today I found out that Matthew O'Donohue wants to be a police officer when he graduates. That was pretty surprising. So that's I mean, fantastic, yeah, so. but you've broken a rule of Chris Van Pot. Uh, whenever we introduce Matthew O'Donohue, we say, all American. All American. All American. Matthew O'Donohue is going to be an all American. <laughs> you're, you're, you're forgiven. Yeah. He's, he's a GFP favorite. All American. Okay. Yeah. I can see why he's a favorite. I've talked to him the last two days interviewing him. He is an awesome guy. He yeah. has offered to come on to the GFP, but we really like, should. We got to figure out our media. Like, uh, I was going to say, yeah. we, we make a point of we are not media, and if anybody thinks we're media, they're mistaken. <laughs> but interviewing players feels like that might cross the. Uh, Cross the line. <laughs> I think we should get OD on. We've had former players on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so we maybe let's just kind of dive into our show a little bit. Um, Chris basketball, huh? Chris hoops. Big it's, game tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, Northern Colorado. Yeah. The guy, what's his name? Rabidou. Uh, he's rap rap. Uh, he. It feels like he has been there for like seven years, and he's got great hair. Incredible. Hair. <laughs> You know I'm right. Mike's oh, so yeah. jealous. Yeah, I mean, look at this. You know, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Got my haircut this week, and I saw another another realtor in there, and he's like, what are you getting, the high and tight? And like, are there any other options here? Like, yeah, he's, he's a phenomenal player. I watched um, about two-thirds of that Eastern Northern Colorado game before the Grizz game came on. I mean – that guy does it all. He, I could see how him and Saeed are the two leading MVP candidates because I think they're the two best players in the conference for their team. So should be a hell of a showdown. And, of course, the game previously in Greeley, they kind of they put it to us. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, our home record is 
basically spotless except for a very early <laughs> season <laughs> boss. Uh, you know what? It was Tech's exhibition game, so it didn't yeah. count for Tech. But the loss counted it for us. For us. <laughs> so, do you think that the home, you know, game crowd is gonna? I think it'll be fired it'll, up. It'll, it'll yeah. fire them up. Yeah. Even more people for Southern Utah or for Colorado. Oh man. Well, because it's senior. Senior, senior, senior night, night, last yeah. game of the year. Thursday versus a Saturday. Yeah. A chance to, if they could beat Northern Colorado, it's a chance to win the conference in a year that, even though the Grizz were picked by the media to win the conference, still didn't. The, yeah. I don't. I didn't expect it. No. I didn't expect us to even be in the conversation in the last week. No. Definitely not. Especially after the tech. <laughs> right. <laughs> this yeah. is like our PTSD, because I feel like we've talked about the tech loss every pod we've done during we basketball doing season we were recording a pod when they lost oh yeah gosh. james went to the game with my wife stacy and he came home and was like they lost and it was like like to who for real <laughs> yeah <laughs> they lost a player yeah so, so i i came to um because i'm a freshman this year i came to um and i'm like these guys have won however many straight two straight big sky championships i'm like, oh, god really cool basketball team i come and i think i went to their first game against northern and they didn't play great at all. Yeah. I'm like, I thought these guys were good. And then I go to the tech game and they lost a tech and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to knock at the basketball games anymore. This team feels more exciting to me than last year's team. Cause all by far, you know, you, you kind of felt like the you, pressure of like, we need to win this. We yeah. have all the pieces live up to the expectations, but this like half for half the season, you're still getting to know some of these players and three true freshmen playing and performing yeah. at such a high level at times. And I, I found this to feel like a whole year of March madness for me. <laughs> like, like we're a Cinderella story kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, three true freshmen, uh, really seriously contributing to the Chris basketball team. You're a true freshman contributing to the Kaiman. Do you feel more pressure because your classmates are doing well? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about, I mean, it's cool that they're two freshmen they're playing. And so when I'm a senior, they'll be seniors. So mm -hmm. I can, like, I'll probably know them pretty away. well by then yeah. and I can follow them. So that's exciting. Uh, I don't know how much pressure I should feel. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Do you anticipate taking a red shirt year? If you only do four sports stories this year, will you be able to save that and forward <laughs> another year? Like the red shirt rule? Yeah, yeah. If only just, I've done more than four, though, so maybe next year I'll think about All red right. shirt. And yeah. Just take it slow. I'll well, do what Eddie and Freddie did. Just kind of switch. <laughs> on, a, on a more serious note, the next time you talk to Eric Tabor, would you ask him if Robbie Patterson's jersey is going to have – IV on it. Uh, we've <laughs> yeah. been trying to figure this These out. These are really serious questions. Oh, I will ask him. I will get back to you. I, I, I will ask him that. Yeah. He's the probably going to know where the question came from. It's the first time you ever responded to the GFP. <laughs> Just telling us we had too much time on That was our breakthrough. <laughs> he didn't say he didn't say it though. Like no. No, he no, said he said right. we won't know until he's on campus or something. But it's like <laughs> he's on campus. Britt and I see him all the time, you know, it's like at events Tabor. and stuff yeah. like you that. Ask we, him today. we know him. But he Never responds to the podcast, <laughs> which is probably good UM policy. Yeah, don't respond to podcasts. Yeah, even though we we Especially not this one. we pump the QB club every week. Yeah, gogrizz.com/slash/qbclub. It's fantastic. It's well worth it. Britt and I, Britt and I enjoy it. Luke's gonna join it this year. I'll yeah, I might as well. <laughs> He's thinking about it. Actually, I don't know why I should. You guys always give me updates the night of. There's plenty of stuff that we talk about that we just can't talk about with you. That's, that's true. And yeah. there's a secret handshake. It's coronavirus friendly. You don't touch hands. 
I'm in. All right. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Grizz Hoops. We got Northern Colorado Thursday. We got Southern Utah. We win them both. We hold the tiebreaker, and we are regular season champions. Yeah. One seed. We drop one. We don't win the big game. Yeah, because Eastern, I mean, we got the same record as Eastern. So Eastern plays what Weber and, and Idaho State. Idaho State at home. At at home. But if they do uh, lose both, then we still have the ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just think There's it's like, like as much as like I've been saying all year that this is like cake and and it's like they've exceeded my expectations. Now that we're we're at this point, I'm really all in on getting the one seed because that would mean that Eastern and Northern Colorado have to play each other. You know, I think there's a because I really think there's only three teams that have a chance to win the tournament. Eastern, Northern Colorado, East, and, yeah, and Montana. Us, yeah. So, <laughs> I think that getting in the one seed really actually makes a difference. The funny thing, like, there's teams that make me more nervous for the Grizz to play, Sac State and Portland State, mm-hmm. than like Eastern Washington for some weird reason. Like, we played Eastern twice, and I think we've taken pretty good care of them. Now, Eastern's <laughs> a talented team with a good coach. Like, I, I, I don't disagree, but. It's like, I don't know. Like, Portland and Sac make me more nervous because I don't know why. What do you think? I don't know. Portland and Sac both beat us, but East, I mean, there's like that stupid, like. I don't think Sac beat us. Beat right? We beat Sac both ways, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was but we almost, we almost dropped Sac. We almost dropped Yeah, yeah. But so it's like the stupid, you have to beat a team three times. It's so much harder to do that. And yeah. like, I don't know, neutral site, the, the Eastern coach, <laughs> Eastern, like the way they play just seems like they could rile us up. And when they were walking off after they lost to. Uh, us in Dahlberg, I was there, and the yeah. players are walking by, and these fans are like, "Yeah, you lost," and they're like, "Wait till, wait till Boise, wait till yeah. Boise." It's like, oh boy. it seems like they have it like programmed. Like out of all the teams, they seem like they were already programmed. Like we're gonna beat those guys because that's part of their coach told them in the huddle. Like, we're gonna beat those guys. So I don't know. They seem like one of those teams. I wouldn't. Well, they're the ones that I think should have. They they're underperforming in what I think they should have been doing this year. Absolutely, like, they absolutely yeah. should have won they're, the conference. They're probably away. the most like talented front five right yeah. like just in terms of experience and skill and i mean yep. but we've broken their heart twice in the big sky conference championship game so i don't know it'd be fun to do it three there's times a lot of those players <laughs> out for blood against montana i don't know who's the last team you guys would want the Grizz to play in the big sky tournament probably uh, i i think it's eastern i mean i i think it's eastern too but it's like this the, this Grizz team is so interesting because it's like they let teams hang with them that shouldn't sack state sack yeah. state <laughs> NAU the other day at home, Weaver, although I don't think that. Earlier this yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, I don't think those teams Montana are going to win those on a <laughs> Montana Tech. Thank God they don't qualify. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Sac State is built to challenge them a little bit. Yeah. You know, PSU is giving, giving them trouble. I don't know. We've had problems with Idaho both times, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. but I, I think Idaho would be eliminated. Like they're yeah. awful. Trayvon yeah. Allen's a baller, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it just depends on, because of our youth, I think there's some variability in the product, like the consistency of the product, right? Sure, like for sure. sometimes our freshmen look like freshmen. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, but when they're on and they're playing good team defense, mm-hmm. they're the Grizz are really hard to beat. Yeah. I would say too, that's in like big games too, like the way it was packed against the cats, like Kyle Owens lit it up mm-hmm. and like the other big games they played the freshmen have played their best games. So maybe Big Sick Conference, that's they're going to be able to win just because they show up for big games. Yeah. I mean, that is true. And it's like, you know, Timmy, Saeed, Manuel. I mean, they've played in these games before. Yeah. And they're, you know, Absolutely. they're the leaders. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that'll, be the, that'll be the fascinating thing because it seems like we've had games where there has been like, or a stretch where like one of the three freshmen had just caught fire. Fire. Yep. Mm-hmm. And will that like as an 18 or 19 year old kid, can they do that? 
in Boise knowing that, you know, you lose and you're done. So, or will it be that situation where it's like, you know, Samuelson, Saeed, uh, Manuel, uh, and Timmy, like they just take it over and go for the for three or three games, right? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be fascinating to see. Um, I just, I love where they're at. This team is just, oh, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> And very they got stressful, a, but it's very yeah. fun. <laughs> they got a couple guys sitting on the bench, like we should be good next year too. Like oh, this yeah. was supposed oh, to be yeah. kind of. And they're pretty excited about two of their recruits. Like they've yeah. got a couple it's really high scoring kids from California. Yeah. It's, and then they got the life. Nassim Gaskin, the transfer from Utah, yeah. sitting on the bench. But. Yeah. And he's a I've heard good he's things a bigger about guy too, what? right? Like, no, 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 no. So they have the big guy who's San Jose State transfer, Stedman. Stedman. But Gaskin will have like two years once he plays because he's a redshirt freshman technically oh, right now, I think, or sophomore. That's kind of like an Ahmad Rory. Take that. Kinda yeah, like yeah. So because yeah. after the Cat Grizz game, Grizz Cat game down in uh, there you go. <laughs> good catch. I grew up around Bozeman, so that's all I heard. The Brent ball of the wild really basketball serious. game. I apologize, Brent. Uh, Sprinkle came in. He's like, man, these guys are really good. MSU's coach and these guys are really good. And they st- I, they have two guys that I know are going to be there next year. So this is <laughs> so he's like, it's kind of like we got to get our guys in line because they have three true freshmen playing, and then they have a bunch of guys loaded back. So he was talking about this um, Michael Stedman and Gaskin, I think. Did you, you know, raise your hand in the press conference and ask a question? Like, have you ever seen a basketball program before, Coach? You know, it re- reloads. You didn't ask that? <laughs> no, well, I had asked him, like, <laughs> I had asked him because they had a few freshmen play, and I was like, I mean, how excited are you? Because we had a bunch of younger guys playing in this game for the next couple years mm-hmm. with this rivalry, and he that's what they no, answered my fair. question saying that. So I was not going to ask fair if answer. seen a basketball program. It's probably good. I mean, I, I'm not. We, he, Danny Sprinkle's a nice guy. We fall into the <laughs> fall into the camp of you really shouldn't go out of your way to antagonize coaches unless you really need to. <laughs> I think it doesn't yeah. make any sense. I was writing a gamer. I did not need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I think Sprinkle's going to put it together. Oh yeah. Seems he like was it. the right hire for them. Yeah, I think. absolutely. Better than Fish. That guy was terrible. Terrible. Yeah. No argument here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when you cover a game, do you run the Kaiman Twitter account at the yeah. same time? I am I am the one who runs Kaiman Facebook and Twitter. Do you like? Do they have a uh, social media policy that says like you can't use profanity or anything like that? Or you do, <laughs> do you have free reign? Well, basically, like so, I came in and no one was running it anymore because the people used to have it were graduated. And finally, I was like, we need to get this thing revamped. So I talked to my editors. I'm going to think about revamping it. I really want to. And I'm like, we could do a meeting where they tell me what I can and can't do. And that meeting really never happened. They just gave me the password. So right now, <laughs> well, that's impressive. We still haven't given Luke the password to the Grizz Fan Pod Twitter. So yeah, yeah, I won't complete the training. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I say Cat Grizz. Yeah, mandatory, <laughs> <laughs> mandatory corporate training. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't have any rules. But my editors would make rules if I broke the rules per se. Well, that makes sense. Do you ever feel like uh, your editors write questionable columns? Uh, well, there's only one column we write, and that's the editorial every week. And it's just stuff about how UM's messing up in the recruitment and stuff. So, You know, that's been the theme of the Kaiman <laughs> column as long as I can remember. Yeah. Well, this week we had one about how MSU's sending in people to recruit. 
they're they're sending emails to recruit our students like everyone in the graduate program and all the honors kids they send emails like hey check out msu so we wrote about that and i thought that was nice but a lot well, of it's just like know. yeah that was hmm. cool but a lot of it's like so i, I just don't really in theory agree. the board of regents shouldn't let them do that but you know whatever yeah. it's fine yeah <laughs> this msu is doing whatever they want yeah you um needs to grow backbone let's just let's just, be just like, stop it's sending time. our smartest students yep. <laughs> emails let's start, coming let's to start being aggressive and calling it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> want to come be an engineer? Yeah, you know it's interesting. Yeah, but I was going somewhere with that kind of editorial yeah, question, like, but I have lost it. Really good with that, Mike. I know. Well, it if was there was like a important. sports editorial, but there's not. So, hmm. do you wish there was a sports editorial? Would that be something that you'd like? Oh, I know. Where jump in and go like with a sports opinion well, piece. Well, so or? basically, my two editors right now they were they're news uh, people they're really into news and they want to do news stuff but yeah. our, our sports people graduate to another sports editors and I think they do a great job but they don't really have the desire to write a sports column mm-hmm. um, I think we have so we have three freshmen on staff so I think in the next couple years one of us three is probably going to become the sports editor mm-hmm. and then I want to I think in the future yeah you know we know a couple past Kyman sports editors we do yeah. yeah yeah I've met a few Danny Davis Peter Bolger there's a couple in there so it'd be cool to start a Kyman Sports editorial. Yeah, they did. They had a call. We should have quizzed those guys to say what important questions should we be asking <laughs> the Kyman writers right now. You know? Oh, God. It's like, hey, guys. It's crowdsourced yeah, here. We really missed an opportunity. So we, we definitely <laughs> missed an opportunity. This is about the level of uh, preparedness this is how we, we always it. do. Yeah. yeah. It's like planning ahead, actually working with you to schedule a time for this is the most we've talked about. <laughs> so generally, how did you decide to pick UM? Uh, yeah, basically I knew I wanted to be a sports writer, so I knew I wanted to go into journalism. And uh, MSU doesn't have journalism, so they missed their chance there because that was close enough to MSU. And there's between Washington State and Montana. I visited both, the, I visited both of them. Uh, from what I found, it seemed like Montana just as good of a journalism school, and it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. And they so, both had legit football programs. Greg Gianforte wouldn't pay for a journalism school at Bozeman? No, I guess not. <laughs> Since Brent brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. Are, are the folks on the Kaiman concerned that Greg Gianforte picked for a running mate? Uh, the woman that thinks the Kaiman sex <laughs> column from 2005 is the reason for all the problems at UM. <sighs> She's coming after you guys. You got to watch this. Yeah, I'm watching out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are these guys talking about? Like, no, I, yeah, I know exactly what we're talking about. I was uh, two years old. Yeah. <laughs> I was four in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, yeah, um... <laughs> I hope she doesn't attack the Kaiman. Um, I don't know what she could do to us. 2005. We, Brent and I were legally drinking at that point. We used to definitely were. We yeah. definitely she's were. Well, you town. were she's because you're 105. Yeah. She's from Conrad, I think. <laughs> she is. Oh, yeah. great. Right? The and Juris. Yeah, she used to be a professor at UM. Yep. Law school. Her, uh, her brother, fun fact, is the uh, Yahoo guy. The Yahoo. Oh, really? Yeah. Guys they stole so? the thing from him, and he, I think he sued him. Well, I mean, if your sister is a professor at the law school, yeah. who free legal advice? Yeah. As long as it's not about sex columns. That's a good point. I think no I think sex, we'll be dude. fine as long as she doesn't send Gene Forte in to body slam us. Well, I, that's my concern. Yes. You know, <laughs> that's why I didn't support him. Journalism school. That's actually uh, full circle. Uh, full circle. Full circle. Right. Don't oh, worry, gosh. Grizz Fan Potters. This is not a political podcast. And we, yes. we could pick on the Democrats too. <laughs> Jeez, 
<laughs> Should we start a spinoff pod? I was going to say, <laughs> spinoff pod. I looked for a Bernie hat for you, Mike. Whitney Williams announced a running mate. I don't know his name, but I, I saw a photo. The guy could have put a tie on or something. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for our political coverage. All right. Uh, okay, uh, closing the loop with basketball. Lady Grizz won tonight. They no beat, kidding. They beat Northern Colorado. They beat them by 15 Should on the road. You guys, Lady Grizz are doing just well enough for Shannon to get a new contract. So this was so we we had put this out on our account because Lady Grizz had a bad loss at Bozeman. Uh, under Shannon's tenure, they have won once and lost. What is it? Nine, ten times? I mean, well, it's got to be double digit, right? It's got to be an even number now. Yeah, I think it's so, one nine. Um, so it, it was kind of an interesting discussion, and we'd had this discussion with Coulter a little bit too, but um, they're a win away from being a seeded team, I believe, the five seed or something, and getting one game off, and Shannon's going to have a contract coming up, contract discussion coming up this uh, this offseason. So. I think, yeah, I, I think that future hasn't been written yet. They've got some games in front of them. I think they got to win a game in the tournament. Yeah, I think Coulter and Gus Tutel on the radio show, they were talking about this. And mm-hmm. it was like, would you prefer to have it, they don't get a seed, and then they play a bad team first round? Because then Shireen's going to get a win. Well, you would hope. You would hope. That didn't work last year, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you get a seed, and then you, you're, they were thinking about maybe you're a rester or not, but that's only in the men's when you get a day to rest. Mm-hmm. And it's weird how yeah. the, the women's schedule is a little different. And then so you come in and you play, you um, get a bye, and then you play maybe a team that's off of a win, but you have more rest hypothetically, I guess. Interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it, it, we talked about this last time, so mm-hmm. it, it's a little bit of a repeat, but it's the Schwein family, like she's got two kids on the team. Her husband's track and field coach. Mm-hmm. Track and field just had some individual athletes show very well. All time best women's athlete in the history of the Big Sky Conference. Yeah. I mean, and, and so, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of room to give leeway. I mean, I mean, it's going to be a tough spot for Kent. I, I would say it'd be a tough spot for Kent, especially say they win this, this last game they've got. <clears throat> they get in the tournament, they got a week off or they got a first round off and then they drop their next game. They don't win another tournament game. That's that's gonna be tough. Other, anything else? I think definitely Shannon showed that she's earned it, especially another year of a little bit of adversity. Didn't they, they lost another player to injury? They had another player leave to just just leave, right? Yep. So, um, but we got to see a little bit more than just positive regular seasons. So hopefully they can keep it going. Did you guys watch the house that Rob built? Not yet. No, but I heard it was great. Stacy and James went, and they they said it was great. Went. Yeah, they did. They premiered did they show it at the Willa. Oh, they, they, doing the Big Sky. Yeah. Oh, that's festival. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw it. It was amazing. Yeah, highly recommended. It got me really excited about girls basketball. <laughs> well, that's good. I remember he's. I mean, I don't. It'd be. Did they talk like? He's so funny to watch, like during a game, because he would just like blurt out like random thoughts and like just say like he just like say these things. It'd be funny because the you'd see like. Like a play would happen, he'd turn back to the bench, he'd like just yell some random thing. I remember as a kid watching it, I'd just be like, Oh my god, like he's like yelling at these girls. And you'd hear these stories he's and some of these players, girls. they'd be like, Oh, what what was it? What did he say? And I'm like, We don't know, we weren't listening to him. <laughs> I always thought he had Tourette's. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. <laughs> um ESP Missoula is doing the podcast on the Grizz 
Great's the coaching. Right. And they yeah, yeah. interviewed... Oh, it must have been Don Holst was the last one I listened to. Hmm. Maybe it was Blaine Taylor, but they were talking about how... You know, a lot of these guys have talked about Robin Selvig because, of course, Robin was there at the same time as all these guys and building a good thing and Montgomery helped bring him in and da da da. Yeah. But they were talking about how they plucked him out of Plentywood. Um, and he, I think he was the girls' basketball coach in Plentywood and he apl- had applied for the boys' basketball coaching job and didn't get it. <laughs> so then <laughs> UM grabbed him to be. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just like. Plentywood's like, sorry. Sorry. No. Nope. <laughs> Not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop that. And that could be wrong, but I was like, really? That's an interesting story. Did they say anything about that? No. No. So it's fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Sorry. I lied. Who knows? It's tough to say. I apologize. All right. Well, basketball, it's a fun time. Do you think do you think Saeed will be the MVP? <sighs> if they beat Northern Colorado. That's kind of what I think. Uh, yeah, whoever I mean, wins. that's right. Yeah. yeah, whoever probably wins that game, I mean, could they'd split it. Yeah, I think. That NAU road game where, what did he finish with? Eight points. Yeah. And he kind of primed himself where it's like if he, because he, he scored those eight points in like the last four minutes or something like eight. that. Yeah. And if he could have finished that job, like that probably would have sealed it for him. Yeah. It was like, it was like either the Weber or the Portland State one or maybe both. Like It was like he missed like down the stretch in one of the games, he missed like six straight shots. Portland State road loss, I think it yeah, was. Think yeah. Like, uh, well, the Weber road loss. They just loss, let him he, shoot the ball until they lost. Well, that was kind of we talked about that where it was like if they just if Saeed just keeps shooting, 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 that's actually kind of trouble. Yeah, it's like Colter thinks the best yeah. thing that other schools can do against Saeed is let Saeed shoot at whatever he wants. Well, and I, I buy it, and that was like the sack game, especially when the Grays kind of got on their run and got up to their sixteen point lead. Saeed brought the ball at the court. Saeed was playing point guard in most of that game. And when when he, he plays point forward, I get a little <laughs> nervous though. <laughs> you know, because I don't know. I think I don't know that the ball moves as well when he's at point forward. Yeah, it it worked for a really good stretch until about eight minutes to go in the sack game. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to sound like my micromanage Travis Takura, but because I'm about to micromanage him. But listen, Travis, I I played in the one B. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, though, you need your best player to be taking shots. So yeah, uh, gotta let it ride or die sometimes. That's I, the thing I like about Saeed is just how versatile he is. Because like last year, he played like he played like a four because they had all these guards, right? So he'd play underneath a whole bunch, and so he just he's all over the court. Like he's such a versatile player, and that was like I think we've had better shooters better guards better forwards better centers but i don't know if like as like a complete safe free throw shooting like a complete player <laughs> in saeed that that's like the amazing thing about this guy it's just like he's always kind of been in the shadow behind other guys where it's like oh you know rory's just this incredible guard and or or you know whatever and but and now it's like this has been his year and he's been he's made the most of it it's incredible to watch him what he's done yeah, I, I really think he's a Pac-12 player. Like he might not have played right away. Yeah. In the you know if he would have went, you know stayed at UW or something, um, worked his way into a, like a, a scholarly. Mm-hmm. But I guess basketball is a scholarship sport, right? Yeah. But usually. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. But unless you're Plentywood. Yeah, unless you're Plentywood, Montana, <laughs> you get all the free cookies you want on the bus at Plentywood. <laughs> but anyway, you know like. I, I don't know if he would have played right away, but I just think his versati- versatility 
um, his strength. Like, yeah. walk, like if you get a chance to look at his like legs, they're freaking tree trunks. You've yeah. never seen like a dude that tall and lean with like legs that size. Like it gives him power to play multiple positions. He can play the three. He can body a four. You know. Yeah. yeah. Also his leadership. His leadership too. Like not only is he such a great player, but because he like. Like you'll see, like something like a player mess up, and like Saeed and Travis will immediately yell at the same player about the same thing. <laughs> He's also super duper competitive. Oh yeah, and I know this because I've gotten a pickup game with him a couple, maybe when he was a freshman, at the rec center. And Grizz, Grizz athletes go to the rec center in the off season and fart around, and they play at like fifteen percent. Um, and they're still otherworldly compared to like the mortals from like, you know, the backwoods of Montana. Shelby, <laughs> from Shelby, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Paris of the Highline. Uh, but some kid hit like two sh- two like uncontested shots. You know, it's like that thing where like you're 12 feet away and you just kind of put up a hand. Like Saeed just kind of puts up a hand and some kid hits like two shots in a row and barks some shit at Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> and you could just see just like the color in his eyes change and he started picking everyone up full court <laughs> and like thunder fucking dunks <laughs> like just going hard and the game was over in three minutes it was over and i was like that guy's competitive i think he's, I was like, he's gonna be pretty good i think yeah he's gonna be all right he's a nice dude too he, he puts his arm around people like he'll just like he'll walk up like nick the sports information guy walk up put his arm around him or like a reporter like he's done it to me I'll just walk up and put his arm around you while you're talking to him oh that's cool yeah it's nice. awesome yeah well and I mean him as a leader it's kind of fascinating I mean it's because like you've got these three freshmen and all these other young guys it's such a weird mix of a team where last year it was a bunch of juniors and seniors it was just a bunch of guys that played together for a few yeah. years and so like this year like guys especially like Saeed like they've got to be so much more of like a mentor and a leader these younger guys so it's, it's it's fun to watch there is two other seniors though but like Saeed's like the defined leader because oh, yeah. the other two guys are just quiet I mean like Kendall's is like that's kind of how he does it he's yeah. a silent assassin and then like Jared just I think he's newer to the program I guess than newer and yeah. sort of you know Jared I mean he's got his own vibe too like yeah. Jared just does his thing yeah that's with Samuelson it's kind of funny because it's like of course he he was a Grizz and then and yeah then, and then uh where was it Great Falls uh no, no Bill Rocky. 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 sorry yeah he's got a kid uh, yeah, and so so um just you see kind of the way he's like really grown this year it it's tough to say but like if he would have stuck through it like what he would have kind of been like more like an Andrew Strait or like oh, some, of these, some of these other yeah. kind of guys that are just because he just shows these flashes where I wish he just had a couple more years with this program and Travis I think he would have been even more of a he's got that post hook oh my god it's killer killer we, so does Saeed though yeah. they are so lucky he transferred back I mean oh. yeah <laughs> because <laughs> like Mac Anderson gets in foul trouble, trouble. Jared's yeah. not there who comes in the game at post yep I, I gotta say <laughs> Mac Anderson is my favorite guy to watch because I mean he is he just must talk the most shit of anybody I, I, I just I love his attitude and it was like he had a dunk 
on Sacramento where someone was like, he dunked on the whole town of Sacramento <laughs> and uh, the Eastern road game. I think like, <laughs> like the Eastern road game, like he was dunking and then like flexing in front of Eastern's bench. And, like, I, I love, and he's from Bozeman. Like, yeah, well, Oh my God. I went, was, for the ball, the wild basketball game in Bozeman, like one of the yeah. first couple offense possessions, Layden Ricketts, the kid from Livingston, so 30 miles from yeah. Bozeman. Goes for a corner three, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to shoot. And the crowd gets on their feet, and they're all excited. And Mac Anderson swats his three out of bounds and Love just it. looks at everyone <laughs> in Bozeman. <laughs> and, like, you could hear some cheers because, of course, he went to Bozeman High. Yeah. So, like, there's the, some people like, yeah, like his parents. Like, <laughs> his mom. And then, like, the rest of the people are like, oh, that's that's not great. And they call the timeout. <laughs> Didn't he get a technical in that game, too? I think he did. Get I think he did, which yeah. is just awesome. I love that goal. Oh, that, <laughs> was, a stu- that was a stupid oh, technical. Oh, stupid technical. It wasn't, but... it wasn't even like a technical for talking trash. It was like he jumped up behind someone to get a rebound, and the guy stopped, and he landed on top of him, and it was uh, the guy with the glasses, yeah. and he's like, he hit me in the eye. And, and then, then they, they looked they... at it to see if it was an intentional oh, foul. Yeah, it's just, that, it wasn't. It, it wasn't even down. a player. And, yeah. Yeah. All right, so concluding the basketball, Jack, you were telling us before we started recording, you were in Bozeman and you saw the whole. Well, you were. You saw the whole. Joe Thompson, kid making all sorts of the kid making the full court shot. So give us the rundown here again. Yeah, it seems that, to be like the story of the. I've week. heard like story a lot of, of people month. run it down, but like that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And if you, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you should because everywhere on Facebook or whatever. And this kid, they do a halftime challenge, and they bring out these big signs that had money values on them, and I'm just like sitting there typing something up, <laughs> the gamer for the game. And they bring out one that says one dollar, and I see them then put like a thousand dollar one half court, and I see a ten thousand dollars. Anything they're gonna do where this kid wins ten thousand dollars, awesome. And they put it full court, and I'm like, why would they put it full court? They must not be doing anything to do with half court shots. So then I just kind of get distracted, and I hear some cheers, and I look up because I heard a kind of loud cheer because this kid had made his free throw because he made the layup free throw three pointer, banks in a three pointer, which I was like, well, this kid probably didn't play basketball. <laughs> he, he quit in eighth grade, so I was right. <laughs> the- the Wranglers were a giveaway for me. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, he was like, true to you. He's tucked in. He was like, if you blent in every Montana State kid right there, like football team excluded, that was, he did. He <laughs> that like was a, him. A composite stereotype. Yeah. Like, I was surprised I didn't know the, the kid because I, I went to high school with like a bunch of kids looked exactly like him. So I'm like, I don't know this guy. Like, <laughs> I recognize him. And uh, he makes a half-court shot, and the crowd went crazy. And I'm like, oh, it was his first shot, too. I'm like, holy cow, he won $1,000. Someone had done that at a Grizz game this year. I'm like, that's not that crazy. And then he runs back full court, and everyone, like, gets on their feet. And I'm like, they're making this poor kid throw it full court. And so I guess he had played soccer, and, like, soccer goalies throw it underhand in this weird way. But I didn't know that. So I thought this kid was just, like, chucking up shot. I'm like, this kid's going to throw his shoulder out. And he throws, like, two, and it looks like he's using everything he's got in him. And they weren't even close. Like, one, like, hit the student section. The other one hit the band. <laughs> and I'm like, gosh, like, poor kid. And I'm like, this is 15 more seconds. I look down, and he's like, misses a few more. And I look up, and he sh- throws one, and it hits the backboard. I'm like, whoa, I was kind of close. And then I guess, like, someone, he threw the next one, and, like, if you were behind him, like, you could tell that one was on target. And then the clock's count down. I don't know if it was at, like, five seconds or is that the buzzer? Because I've heard both. And I look up, and this kid just chucks it, and it's <laughs> – and it, I just couldn't believe it. It went in, and, like, everyone stood up, like, 
Because, like, if you're at the press table where I was, like, you don't really stand up and celebrate because you're press. But everyone was, like, standing up and freaking out. And, of course, their football coach ran out on the court and was giving them <laughs> high fives. And it was just crazy. I'm like, cool, he made a shot. It'll be on Sports Center. And now, like, the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, I feel like, has written, like, six articles about this kid. <laughs> like, today, like, my aunt sent me this thing, and it was, like, Joe Thompson starting his own charity. <laughs> like, come on. He's starting a charity where for schools in Montana they can have like better equipment, like more dodgeballs and stuff. I think. Well, that's nice. Charities are great. Good for him. I mean, who's gonna give money to this charity? Like, well, he's got eleven thousand dollars for the charity. Like, I was gonna say, just use it in the bar. Be like, hey, I'm the full court shot guy. Yeah, remember Joe Thompson? I was on the front of the papers the for a few arm weeks. motion? I'm trying to think of the guy from Parks and Rec that can dunk. You remember they bring that, that dude out? Detlef Shrimp? Or no, because no, no, the, the, they brought him in. Oh, but that yeah. was, he's just like some community legend. Oh, okay. No, no, yeah. I feel oh. like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's not a, The joke <laughs> falls flat on its ass if you can't remember the name. But <laughs> that's, that's who he's going to be. He's going to be the guy... Yeah, but Joe Thompson, and then like of course everyone was like Joe Thompson should have been on the basketball team that night because they did go three for twenty something and three. <laughs> Pistol Pete, how do you say that last name? What Decelio? Decelio? Decelio. Pistol Pete though, they always bring him out to dunk. <laughs> that was, yeah, maybe they should like every game at MSU because they don't get a lot of people coming to their basketball games. Bring Joe back and like. Joe is going to come and shoot a half a full court shot every game. And like he's probably not going to make one, but just the people that might get to see Joe do it again. Yeah, that's a great money making. So MSC if you're listening. So I never know. Great well, idea. Bring Joe great back. Idea. Bring Joe back. We 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 know that at least one time the MSU sports information director heard stuff on the pod. So <laughs> Oh, it's possible. If you're listening. <laughs> we have other good ideas chance. too. So if 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 I see something Joe came back and like cuz they prayed around their Brawl of the Wild trophy every game. So they should pray around Joe every game. The if basketball she, team. <laughs> yeah, if they, if they bring they should if These I see Joe if I see Joe coming back at ha- halftime with like, just showing a video and Joe gets a tribute and a stand ovation at halftime, I'm taking credit for it. Because it's my idea to bring Joe back. <laughs> Unless they already did. It. Commemorative. Oh, yeah. Um, not to move away from this. <laughs> Dante Olsen was in the combine this week. Oh, yeah. Do you think he's going to get drafted still? Yes. Yes. Really? I'll be so, curious. I, I did too. And then I listened to Coulter's radio show, and Coulter's like, he's not getting drafted anymore. And I'm like, did I watch a different Coulter is such a <laughs> negative, <laughs> negative so, guy. Coulter, like, I remember watching Grizz football practice at this point last year where Coulter told us that Montana State is full of dudes. Montana has no dudes. And they are not very good, and I can't see how they're going to do anything because they don't have those dudes. Well, Montana State had plenty, and they did fine. But we did, too. So I think Coulter's opinions are shit. <laughs> <laughs> just all of them? I'm just kidding. No, nah, they're pretty but I hope he listens this week. He's going to text us and be like, what the hell? I, was I still like you, Coulter. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, oh, that 40 time. That oh, was, That's what I was going to say. It's like... I mean, he's got a UM pro day. I think he'll increase yeah, the yeah. forty times. It's just so weird because it's like, how could somebody who's got such great lateral side to side? It's like it just how well, he's faster his, than that. His broad jump, his vertical leap shows that he's explosive in the legs. Yeah, 
And forty is I think it's about three cone was an, uh, was lab, was like registered as like uh, an explosive speed as well too. I mean he outside of the forty and the bench press. And honestly, because he got fifteen on the bench, but uh, former UM punter Eric Williams pointed out that it's really thirty, and if you know, you know. <laughs> I I just think that like you'd want better. No, yeah, we'll tell you later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Off pod, oh, okay. off air. I just think secrets. that when you look at um, all of these combine metrics, you need to superimpose them on how important each metric is on the position. Mm-hmm. Linebackers never run forty meter, forty yards in a straight line. Sure, like it is a side Unless to side. Someone. If they're chasing some someone, somebody like, else, messed someone up. fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> like. Oh, hey, that's our first F-bomb. You know, How far into this are that's you? No, I said it earlier. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so, you know, if you're a wide receiver, if you're a running back, like 40 times yeah. matter quite a bit. Or a corner or a safety. Corner yeah. or safety. But I don't know that 40 time. I mean, it's indicative of, of something. But I don't think it's a death knell to his uh, draft stock because all of his other metrics were phenomenal. And those metrics matter when it comes to like finding the ball carrier, like moving around offensive linemen, blocks, things like that. I, I think, think he's I think he's gonna be fine. So the draft class too they talk about it's a it is a light class on linebackers. There's like three first second round picks and then everyone else is like way out there because it's unknown. Um, I remember Caleb McSurdy, who was a very good middle linebacker for the Grizz, but did not win the Buck Buchanan, did not break any tackle records two years in a row, uh, ran a 4-9 and was drafted by the Cowboys uh, in the seventh round. Um, so different year, different time, different things, you know, but it's, I think if Dante, especially in his pro day, which I would guess he'll, he'll probably, what, just probably try to bench a bit and then run a 40 and call it a day right yeah yeah <laughs> and if even if he gets under like a four like if he can get a four seven or in the four sixes i mean that's that's probably all that people are going to look for but people look back at his combine i mean it's going to hurt him and that was because like as as a packer fan the green bay yeah. packers no packers lo- the green bay packers are looking for linebackers because yeah. um blake martinez actually this is kind of interesting so blake martinez is blake martinez is a packers Current and probably former. Yeah, he's gonna leave. Middle linebacker, Blake Martinez's combine numbers were very similar to Dante's. He ran like a four seven eight forty. His three cone and his shovel were about the same. His uh, he didn't his vertical his broad was very similar. His vertical wasn't as high, and he did like eighteen reps. I mean, it's like. But the knock on Martinez was like when we played like the 49ers, like you fuckers teams. <laughs> they made it look like um, he didn't know how to play football. He didn't anymore. know how to play football because yeah. that's like the, the way, because like it's changing because linebackers need to chase so much more because mm-hmm. teams are spreading out so much. <laughs> so um, that's going to be the thing that's just going to be tough for Dante because everyone follows the new sexy trend. And the sexy trend is going to be like these teams like the Niners where it's it's stretch, and stretch teams out, sideline to sideline. So everyone says, we need fast linebackers. I don't need hitters. I don't need. Smart guys that attack through up the middle. I don't need this. I need, I just need speed. So that'll hurt him. But I I think otherwise. I I see him getting drafted like sixth or seventh round is probably my guess. There's got to be a team that's like this guy is really interesting and at least take a chance. Yeah. Especially because you said there's not as 
good linebackers this year. Like, there's a I lot mean, of good teams. Like, why not? Thank God we don't have a wide receiver going to the draft this huh. year. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I mean, it's like you look at that because it's uh, like Jerry Louis McGee. Yeah, like <laughs> if if this is truly indicative of Dante's overall speed, I think then it says a lot about his ability to read. Mm-hmm. Um, although I am a little. I kind of just think he might have had a bad day. I think he had a bad day because even when the Grizz played Oregon, he speed wasn't what you noticed. Like he he played well that game. You know, it's like he played like he could actually play against those guys on that level of offense. So I just I, I have trouble believing that that's indicative of how he plays. Well, I read a thing. It's like the fastest guys ever at the NFL Combine. I mean, there's been some good guys, but like it seemed like compared to like the names, there wasn't a whole lot of household names on that list. Like. I mean, obviously, you got to be fast to be in the NFL, but like, is it a matter of does he do run fast at the NFL Combine or is he a good football player? I think he's a good football player. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did did he wear a forty pound LED light up Wakanda looking type suit for his forty time? <laughs> what? What? The Fury Wilder fight? Oh yeah. Uh, Wilder oh, yeah. blamed wearing the forty pound suit on why he was his, so tired. His legs were weak. That's baloney. Yeah, what a load of crap. <laughs> That's baloney. But are the only guy that illegally watched that fight that night in the room? I mean, legally. <clears throat> I mean, uh, Paradise had it legally. You could have went down there. Yeah, it's a um, long drive. Uh, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, support some local business, Brent. Um, uh, Manhattan's the mic. Uh, that's terrible. It's been fixed, <laughs> asshole. Um, I see that he already exercised his right to a rematch. I think it's going to be in July. Ooh. That's a quick we, turnaround. Yeah. I didn't watch the first one. I didn't. I'm not going to watch the second one. <laughs> I was going to say, I, this, this is not my the, thing. That was the second one. This is the third one. Oh, this is the third one? Yeah. This. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> All right. <laughs> it's. I always think it's funny that, you know, we need to be um, worried about head trauma in football, but we have a sport... Where the literal goal is to punch your guy unconscious. Yeah. Your I mean, opponent unconscious. Like, I don't, I'm not super Yeah, there's boxing. not a whole lot of people crying, like, don't let your kids do boxing. Because it's just like, if you don't want your kid to have head trauma, don't Sometimes let them do Sometimes you need a lot of moral ambiguity to be a sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, soccer's worse for concussions. It's just, Isn't it women's soccer? Leads yeah, the women's soccer. Yeah. Yeah. They use their head more. Uh, all right, so that's Dante. Um Spring ball. Spring ball. I haven't, I haven't oh, caught yeah. practice yet. Obviously, I don't think we could share too many like overall details of. Well, Jack and I were there. Practices. Yeah, we were at practice today, yeah, and okay. I was there yesterday too. Well, you, okay. All right. Well, What'd you see? Fire away, boys. Um. Well, on the official roster, Garrett Graves listed as quarterback slash safety. Perfect. He's going to be a quarterback his entire career yeah, and never take a snap. <laughs> so this is this is what I love. Like, what if like next year Bobby's like. We put 50 pounds on Garrett Graves. He's our starting left tackle. Will he be like LT slash QB? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, he's got a defensive jersey on, so he's definitely not playing quarterback. I'm excited to see to. He how had a he great, plays defense. Yeah, I think like from just what I've seen, it's just like he's learning how to – I mean, he played like every position except for like defensive tackle in high school, I read. Yeah. But like he's learning how to play – defense for the Grizz because obviously they've run a whole lot of different positions. Um, he had a really sick pick six cool. in practice today off of Patterson. We'll Not that that matters, but... Um, Graves, I think Graves is going to be interesting. Um, 
the other thing that stood out to me today was um, uh, Mallory. Moses Mallory was oh. taking, uh, mm-hmm. was snapping the ball. Nice. Just kind of cool. He's a big dude. <laughs> Something I didn't realize till today is we have no more JLMs. Who's going to be the punt returner? They were warming up punt returners. Mm. Well, I mean, I'd have to think it's Sulcer, right? But he's uh, he's I mean, he, off of an injury. He and um, Akem are suited up, but you know they're not they're not running through a normal spring because yeah. of their injuries last year. What so. about Flowers? Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, the yeah. So it's incumbent. So it was uh-huh. the kids I saw warming up, which I think like there was a bunch of people doing drills, but they seemed like they had like six guys that they were doing, and it was Sulcer definitely, and then Flowers, Marcus Knight, oh. and then I think Drew okay. Turner. Okay. And a bunch of other guys. I, th- I think I'm the, missing the one corner, more. The, the Garrett Graves. Garrett Graves is also. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the third one. They have the corner that did kickoffs at the end of the year. Uh, was that Foster? No, he was. Uh, did, did he graduate? Oh, he was just grad yeah. transfer. Foster, yeah. yeah. That's right. He graduated, he, uh, yeah. Yeah, so no, he wasn't there. So no, and he then definitely like, I feel like <laughs> two or three more. Maybe Osmo. Interesting. Like two or three more like running back guys. Spring ball for Bobby Houck is just a collective mind fuck for people because it's like <laughs> I wouldn't be like because there's like there'll be moments like in the like the the spring game he'll probably have like <clears throat> um, Conlon Beaver returning punts for some weird reason and it'll be just to like mess with people like uh, yeah. spring ball is just this weird enigma where it's just it's just, just stuff. it's war it's battle and it's 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 not really determining a well because it's like chart isn't spring se? ball just so they can practice so they can play a spring game and get money off of a spring game because like i mean they could host practices and workouts all spring but like it's a big deal because they have the spring game right because yeah. in the nfl there's no spring games it's right. just they do whatever they want in the off season here like they could all work out because they were working out as a team before yep, mm-hmm. yep. but now they just do it so they can have their spring game and get you know like it's like a booster drive I would like to know what the objectives are in practice. Like, is it just to get? Are they teaching technique a lot? I mean, they're definitely teaching technique, and I think it's to get guys reps. I mean, yeah. it's just like to get reps and to kind of install the offense to a certain extent. But, Create the brotherhood. Yeah. yeah. Transfers get the transfers who come in because those two guys from Oregon State were playing today. How did yeah. they look? Uh, well, because it seemed like it, they look like the athletes. spring ball starting cornerback is TC Cotton. <laughs> And he, I mean, I saw a play where him and Toure went on a fly route, one-on-one, and I mean, Cotton might have held him, and probably in the Big Sky Conference, they would have thrown a flag, but one-on-one physical, (laughs) Toure didn't catch the ball. And then the other kid, uh, Omar Hicks. The senior. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to play safety. There's a lot of safety, so I don't really know. But that (laughs) TC kid, I mean, he seems like he's a starting cornerback quality guy. Cool. And that's what they need, because they have like. Six of them, four, five of them. I saw. Yeah, we're a little light on corner right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cause it was him, and then they have uh, the guy with the pick six. So, do do does UM um, Sports Information give you guys any ground rules on what you guys can cover watching practice? Yeah. No. Really? They tell us who we can't talk to. Like, okay. Okay. On who that we can and can't interview. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, well, I guess like Eric told me about how like. You can't like there's like you can't be like tweeting stuff out live. I guess right. so. Yeah, I guess yeah. he's like you can't like tweet out live. Just like don't be an idiot. Basically, I think don't most don't of give it. away like don't sequence. don't tell him what plays they're running. And like I don't know, I just don't really feel the urge to tweet things out about what's happening in practice. Because like I mean, there's like the select people who really do care, like us. But like I guess for what we do, like we're a weekly newspaper. We do more in depth stories and stuff. I'd say like more like 
broader stories, long-term stuff. So like it's people, we're not tweeting stuff about what's happening every day in practice. So it it seems like in your, like your social media world, there's not a lot of rules. Well, what's, what's your favorite dinosaur? This is related. What's the the coolest dinosaur? The coolest dinosaur. There's only one answer. It's the Raptor. Okay, they're Velocity. smart, but they're like this tough. And they test. Are you the basing fences. this off of Jurassic Park? Are you uh, basing this off of Jurassic? Because real life Velociraptors go up to like your knee. Jesus, <laughs> like they're not as big as they are in Jurassic Park. Like, oh my god, they're like big. They, I'm pretty sure birds. they also have like feathers too. And just in the first Jurassic Park, they didn't know that. And then like okay, later they found that let's, out. Come, Jurassic come Park. join me. Come join me in Jurassic World for a minute okay. and realize okay. raptors are cool dinosaurs. They test the fucking okay. fences, they test brother. The fences. You gotta test the fences with the Twitter accounts. I mean, I do try to post like because there's like there's this like you go to a Grizz advice. football. Oh my god! Go, yeah, that's not the best. Yeah, advice. We, we were just talking. About I've heard this before though. Trying to help them stay in the good grades of the <laughs> football program, and then you're here. Test the fences. Oh, there's zero chances students are gonna get messed with. Right? Mm. What do you mean? They're not gonna mess with a student. I don't know, man. I don't know. Shoot, be like, I don't so know. So when I get messed with, I'm going to show up and be like, guess what? It's your fault. Fire, this fire one off, guy I met on fire the Fire off an email podcast. and be like, listen, I'm thinking about transferring because I get messed with by the SID. The SIDs are not messing with me. <clears throat> well, anyone, For now. No, anyone. 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 Yeah, okay. don't worry. You'll have, a full, you'll have a full scholarship by the end of the week. I'll have a full scholarship. <laughs> we'll keep you. <laughs> I got nothing. I just don't. Yeah. What I'm getting at is, I just don't want you to get in any trouble yeah, with anybody well, for coming on the pod. Yeah. I try to do that. I try to do stuff like because you go to a game and like there's like six guys you retweet tweet sure. live events. So yeah. I try to do stuff that's like you don't wouldn't see. So that when the Eastern guy pushed the cheerleader, I, I tweeted something out about that and like mm-hmm. kind of like made a joke like this is a however many pound cheerleader putting aside Bridget and like I had the video. Cause like I know some one of the sports accounts just posted the video without really local context, so I kind of like made a joke yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. and that blew up on Twitter. So, <laughs> and like Adam is was the funniest thing. They had this camera; it was called the Oblivious Cam, where they just put cameras on people who clearly weren't into, like who was just zoning out. Although that was pretty funny. So like just sometimes I I like to put stuff on there that I guess you wouldn't normally. So I test the fences in a way, maybe not in the live tweeting practice, like, <laughs> like starting a live video at practice or anything. I'm but. sending you a shirt with a Velociraptor on it. Life size. It'll fit on the front. Yeah. No feathers. Featherless Velociraptor. Um, so a lot of people, of course, the big question that seems to be on uh, many fans' minds is QB. What are you guys seeing out of QBs? I mean, obviously it was one day. I missed Monday. I mean, I, I, I think they're all talented. Yeah. Um, I think you could tell that Humphrey has ran the system. Um, I, 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 you know, I like what I see from Brown. I really, I have all along, but I don't like. I'm if I had to guess today, I think that Brent's pick in our uh, QB uh, betting pool is probably the accurate one. I mean, it's early. I think it's gonna. Yeah. I think it's gonna take a lot from either Patterson or Brown to take Humphrey. In my opinion, well, there's this kid who works for the Kaiman. He was telling me he goes, he went to school with Brown, and he said Brown's junior year is absolutely terrible. He's like, I'm like, what do you think of this Brown kid? Because I didn't know a whole lot about him, and he goes, mm-hmm. he's terrible. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, he's he plays for the University of football team, and he's like, well, his junior year is terrible, but he had this really good senior year, and I'm like, so is he good now then? <laughs> 
I don't know. I mean, he's tall. And you can't hate that. He's, he's tall, tall and he's got he's got a great arm. Yeah. He's got a good I mean, arm. Good, but it's like you got to figure out like, like Humphrey's got a good arm too. The game, you know, it's like you got to figure out the, how to read a defense yeah. and things like that. So, yeah. and and I just haven't seen enough of Patterson yet. Okay. But I I would say that I we've we've watched plenty of springs where I would have taken any of these guys over the people we've watched. Mm, so yes, yeah, yes like the, really. the one spring in Stitt's year where we had like seven QBs and none of them were that good. Challenge, Samus, Gustafson. The the thirty two year old from the army. Um, oh yeah, I don't even remember his name. Do you wish there was another quarterback on the roster? Wait, what's his name's going to come from Hamilton though, right? Roster, roster. Yeah. And who knows? Um, Do you think yeah. that's going to throw a wrench in anything? No, I don't think. Really? I think a true freshman. You no, know, no. You'd have to be pretty phenomenal, I think. As I've heard he's a ball player freshman. from some people. I yeah. yeah, hopefully he's an athlete. Maybe. For sure. like, I mean, this year probably not, but like I'm next year when it's Brown. That that'll be the thing. It's Patterson. like Patterson Brown and Rostad. Yeah. I'm so, so hopeful. I think it would be electric to have a kid from the Bitterroot be the quarterback for the Grizzlies. True freshman. I mean, it'd be, cl- it'd be closest well, thing to a if hometown. If he was a true freshman. At, but like any year. Any, year, any yeah, yeah, year, year. I think that would be, that would bring so much life to the program. I think it'd be yeah. amazing. Any be Montana cool. kid, really. Like, that'd be awesome. It'd be really cool if it's from Missoula. Like Hellgate or <laughs> Sentinel got a really good quarterback. Throw it in Who is the last, like, Best quarterback from Missoula. Wasn't so, Hell Gates quarterback Worcester this year? <laughs> so yeah. the I, I I there was I would have to go back and look this up, but there was a point in the late nineties where everybody got hurt. And it was an early out of conference game, and I feel like it was a kid from Hellgate. And he had like a pretty generic last name, like Davis or Smith or something like that. He played like a half and then everyone and threw like a couple like lame duck touchdowns and a blowout. And everyone was like, Oh my God. And then like, he didn't. (laughs) And that was it. He left the team next year. I'd I'd have to go back and look it up, but I was, I was trying to think like the last hope was Casey Cordial. (laughs) Is that, (laughs) do you remember Casey? I mean, he's probably the last Missoula kid that actually played QB. Yeah. When I was, okay. So when I was in school though, the Staninger. So Ken okay. Stan, Ken okay. Stanger was a realtor and a longtime sports agent here in um, in Missoula, and his son Brett Brett Staninger. It sounds right. Played for Big Sky High School, okay. and Brett came in to and and it was kind of one of these things where you know bring him in and he's like the four string kid, and it was a homecoming game, and. We were playing Southern Utah, and we were beating the hell out of them. Like we we had like it was like sixty to twenty or something. Stanger comes in, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, Stanger's in!" Like, "Oh, it's a Missoula kid." And he throws a pick six. Oh shit! <laughs> I do remember that. I remember that. That I, that would have been like ninety nine. There have been a ninety eight or ninety nine a few times where they tried to get like the local walk in walk on kid in to like score a touchdown. Like, you remember the walk on running back? When Delaney was coach, Carl. Yeah, Lance Carl. Lance Carl. Yeah. By all accounts, a good dude. Yeah. I think his sister played soccer. Yeah, but, I've played some golf with him um, since. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie. They, they tried to, yeah, I think so. Um, they tried to uh, get him in in garbage time and score a touchdown. 
in the end zone. It's like giving three straight times, and O line couldn't get him in. It was like running into <laughs> oh, so I was like, oh, I felt so bad for him. It's like this was your your one chance. Yeah, because Shields Valley, we were eight man, and then we switched down to six man, and like we used to get crushed in eight man, and then we six man. We used to really beat teams by a lot. Cause Six man means you have like seven kids you want to play, and we would do the same thing. So we'd have this kid who was like three hundred pounds, so he's gonna run in a touchdown. <laughs> oh my god! So that's awesome. You guys, you that's guys, awesome. you dropped the, the classification. You did really well. Yeah. Stop this, we Mike. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like Mike. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did that. We did that. Yeah. We hadn't what? made playoffs in like sixteen years or something like that, and we dropped and we made the playoffs in back to back years. We were the one seed. Oh, this man. year, I didn't plan. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it's, heard some stories. Luke, it is. I mean, it's interesting. That's all. Something we should take back to Shelby, or let's, <laughs> let's talk about what's the position group that we have the most confidence in <laughs> going into the summer. So I'm kind of interested. I mean, obviously, uh, one of another another guy apparently entered the transfer portal quick. Yeah, the O lineman. O lineman was a transfer. Yeah, yeah, transfer yeah. portal. Yeah, Connor Quick. Well, yeah. Oh, wait, isn't the kicker not on the roster anymore? Yeah, and Purdy and took yeah. a Purdy, job. Th- those were the two kind of surprising. Me. I mean, people leave every year. Yeah, I mean, I mean the guy it, it is. to be a TikTok star. That's pretty. Yeah, I mean, Eggwell, yeah. you know, take TikTok. Med you got to strike while yeah, the strike sense. while they are. It's hot. The real estate, Kobe. Oh, yeah. really? Right. Well, he graduated. No, I think he left. Boy, was he I a fifth he, year? I thought Eaton was a fifth year. Uh, well, because here, let me look at the story on Mazzulian because they had who all left. Okay. Um. Yeah, Brandon. Big surprise, Brandon Purdy leaving. Um, yeah. unknown. But we we were kind of texting about this. I think he's the third kicker we've had of late that had left with eligibility to go. I have a theory. to just take a a job like like to just go on to the rest because Semenza had a year. I yeah. think. Yeah. And there was the Harrison Greenberg kid who I I don't think he, he was went a to like JP kicker. Morgan or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Like I don't know that I can blame him. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's like so some of these kickers. I mean, and I don't know what. Uh, but, um, what I shot Purdy a note, but he's he's out of the state already and off. I thought off he went to Spell. I thought he just went back home, no, family business or no, something. Not in town anymore. Oh, interesting. He's off to Oregon. Um, I have a theory. Did either of you guys ever watch Seinfeld? I know you didn't. You're too young. <laughs> he's not his. I've head. seen a few episodes. He knows what it is. It's, it's worth running back. So. George and Jerry in one episode, the whole concept was leaving on a high note, like hit, hitting <laughs> yeah. your best joke, and no matter when it is, it's like okay, I'm done. Yeah, it could be the first one minute of a, yeah. of a meeting. It's if like you hit a joke that makes everyone laugh. It's like get up and walk. I gotta go. Excuse <laughs> to leave. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, didn't Purdy become the most accurate yes. physical kicker yeah, in yeah, UM yeah. history? Oh okay, I found the Mizzoulian article. And so it's like not. he's gonna own that for a while. You know. All right, my work is done yeah, here. <laughs> okay, so Nash went to Idaho. Yeah. yeah. Purdy left. Michael McGinnis. Mike McGinnis. Oh, McGinnis. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yes. wait. Safety. People Sydney. were people were From surprised about Sydney. that. Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was an athlete. He was a guy that people were talking and about. And he was like just coming a year where like he might have been able to play. He was going to vibe to start. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. We are okay. so deep at safety though. Yeah. Eastwood left. Eastwood yeah. left. I mean, that's the writing was on the wall. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Yeah. I hate that. I, I hate, hate that when you're when how you're his a, career. Uh, yeah, when you're yeah. a junior and you're backing up a fresh uh, sophomore 
JUCO kid who's like two sophomores. Yeah, like two sophomores. It's just you're, it's yeah. tough. And then you look at the recruits coming in. It, it's it's a bummer. Do you think he was more intimidated by the fact that Knight was such a tremendous player, yeah. or that Knight has such tremendous hair? Both. Well, Mike. Brandon Knight says, Have you seen Nice Air? Oh, I've seen one of my classes. Yeah. Boom! Oh, it's incredible. It's fantastic. I hope he sits in the back because that's a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> that he, the ones. Yeah. He's You're just, concerned he's about that hair yeah. blocking the people behind sits, him? He, well, there are some kids who sit in the way back, so he does sit in front of some people. And it's not definitely not stadium seating there. But actually, so. kind of varsity move, like there, a senior move would be to sit behind him. So the professor doesn't see you nodding off. Oh, uh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a coveted seat. Yeah. We're not allowed to have our phones in that class. Actually, that's a great idea. I'll sit behind him and I could be on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. Okay, who else left? Egbo went to go do his TikTok startup. He gets paid $400 to use a song from an artist. So, what? Yeah, he told me that. He I gets. Mean, I'm in the wrong profession. Yeah, he gets paid. Like, if an aspiring artist is like, we want you to use our song for one of your TikTok videos, they pay him like $400. James watches some father-son duo on YouTube play like video games. Oh gosh! And apparently they're millionaires. Both okay. of them. Um, the kids eight. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna start a it's, Call of Duty Twitch stream. Mike. Stacy told Stacey, or James told my wife Stacy <laughs> that he and I TikTok were starting stream. a YouTube channel when he turns eight. I know nothing about it, but I'm I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> right I don't know on. what we'll talk about. Jed Nagler, senior offensive lineman, left. Okay. Longoria, he, uh, I think he entered the transfer portal. Yeah. No word of where he went, though. Um, Mason Vineyard, linebacker. Sone Bahoia, linebacker. He was one that people were kind of excited about, and he originally committed to Utah State, right? And then came here. Yeah. Yeah. Sophomore wide receiver Nick Germer. Germer? Germer. It's coach's son. Huh. Freshman wide receiver Jesse Owens, because he went to go play basketball with Cats. I still think there's some NCAA recruiting violations there. I was sit I was sitting there and uh, the the I think the SID walks in after the brawl of the wild and postman. I go, is Jesse Owens on scholarship here yet? And he's like, no, but once you see the kid play defense, he will be. And I'm like, well, okay, all right. He's not a very tall kid. He's like, MSU was like stacking their team with Montana kids, which is an interesting strategy, but it's it's not going to work in Division One basketball. Not basketball. Yeah, no. football would work. Yeah, Maybe. football, I mean, yeah. but basketball, there's not enough D1 talent in Montana. Freshman safety, Marcus He. Yeah, he's off to Central Washington. Okay. Mm-hmm. Junior tight end, Zane Whiting. Yep. Dimitru Saligor. Saligor, O-line, yeah. O-line, and then freshman linebacker, Kane Fitasu Fung. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. It's probably like, pretty normal. I mean, a handful of like yeah, yeah. It's always mostly like, like younger kind of depth guys. It's like there's going to be some guys who transfer off the basketball team yeah. right next I think, year. I bet. I'd, I'd say Purdy and Nash are probably the two big surprises, so to say. Yeah, I the I, two I, starters. Wait, so for Purdy's s- going to work somewhere? Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah, yeah. He's not he's even done with football. Yeah, done. God, I mean, it's fascinating. I met this kid who uh, is going to walk on the football team as a kicker. Well, now what's, what's his story? Listen, Liz. I can't write a story on him because he's a walk-on. But so he, four and a half star recruit out of California. His dad was an NFL player. He gets recruited by Ole Miss. Okay. Okay. I heard okay. something. Yeah. As Ole he gets Miss picked kid. up by Ole Miss, he uh, gets a call that Hugh Freeze got fired for calling a prostitute on a school phone. All right. Huh. He still decides to go there. He's so excited to go kick full Miss on the drive <laughs> down there. 
We're all human. On the drive down there, he stops three different times to practice kicking. <laughs> he gets there and they go, yeah, so we uh, were kind of a shit show right now and we messed up. You can't be on the team. We have too many players until spring. So this kid had to live in a frat house for a semester. Couldn't even go to school there. Huh. He gets there. He's there for like a year. He plays in the spring game. He dresses out, but he was always the number two guy. And he like he like traveled with him to Alabama and stuff. He got to see hmm. some cool stuff. He's on the team, but D- he had to go in uh, hitting drills with DK Metcalf. Okay. Hmm. Poor, oh, kid. Wow. Poor kid. Poor yeah. kid. And AJ Brown's on the team. And then his next year, he comes around, and they're like, yeah, this special teams coach who he didn't seem to like very much but this guy would like bring in a bunch of specialists and like he said i was always better than him but like he would just do it to mess with us i guess and then they were like so you're not going to play next year so you can either go down the juco and then try and come back next year and try and win a job and he's like yeah whatever screw you guys so he goes back to fresno where he's from plays for fresno community college he all conference there and now he's trying to walk on here well he's a good there's an opportunity Um, four and a half star at high school he was showing me he's made a 63-yard field goal. Which so can he not walk on until record. fall? Or is he on the roster uh, right now? I think some, some of like the summer, May, I think he was saying. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Just, <laughs> means they're expecting yeah, that's, a few that's more That's just what I got from talking to him. He's a great kid, and I mean, he says he's kicked a 63-yard field goal. He sent me a video of him kicking a 60-yarder. Hey, we'll take hey, that. Yeah. You're just making not, 40 and I, haven't, I don't know <laughs> if I've seen the Grizz kick anything that far ever. <laughs> who's going to replace Wilson? Um, I mean, he punts too, by the way, that kid. But okay. So, um, but they have another transfer too, don't they? Yeah, they have. No, f- they have from, two kickers, I think. Well, there's Peppinger from Sentinel, yeah. who and was there's an MSU a kid guy. from Kalispell. Yeah, or Whitefish. Whitefish, that's it. Yeah, or he's on the roster. I have. But I don't, you know, I don't know. When I watch special teams, I'm watching OD's snaps. I don't really pay yeah, attention. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Kicking. That's all so, that matters. I can't. Blame it's it. just like this have blinders for yeah, all American OD. Yep, all American. Carver Gilman. All American. Um, Gilman, Whitefish, Montana, right? Your oh. freshman. Have you noticed uh, uh, Cole Grossman at all in the two days you've been watching? Grossman, that tight end, number eleven. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I thought he was a receiver. He but he made a few plays. Yeah, yeah. like today, it's like he's a couple fast. different times I looked down at my sheet. He's going to be. He's still wearing to 11? use Colters. He's going to be a dude. No, yeah. eighty, I think. Oh, he's gonna no, be 11, a 11, dude. no, eleven. No, eleven. Yeah, because yeah. I saw eleven. I'm like, oh, it must be a receiver because he was fast. So yeah. sometimes he could block would be good. Cause I mean, last year he was uh, the starting. He's from Vancouver. Edge no. Buck yeah. rusher yeah. until he got hurt like two yeah. weeks into the fall camp. Yeah, he played so, in mean, Skyview, but it says he's from Vancouver on the roster. Yeah. 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 yeah, If he can catch on a tight end, I mean, people aren't gonna be able to cover him. Cool. Like he stood out to me today as like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a guy that nice. can do some things. Yeah. Well, and then talking about tight end, we finally have had a coaching change. Yeah. That's the first time and since Bobby's come back. So yeah. Jay Schillinger's gone and he took a job in the private sector. Playing on the first name, uh, Erickson. Dennis Erickson's son, Casey or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Casey. What, what does it mean to take a job in the private sector? I mean, I think it means that. You get paid more money. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, well, not you, it, you're going to be a journalist. But it routinely means you get paid more money not to be a public employee paid by the state or the federal government. Right on. I mean, in a different world, we might be suspicious, but I don't think Jay Schillinger has any uh, uh, skeletons in the closet. I think that he probably just got a better job. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The, the higher, though, that's interesting. Yeah. Because. Because what's it, Rocky Erickson, right? Yeah. He was like kind of coaching at MSU last year. Well, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, do you know like, what he was doing ahead of time or before this? Like, I don't. I know he's got some ties to Idaho and his dad was Oh, there. yeah. It, it, yeah, he had like a resume. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, it's something like he played football at the University of Montana, uh, 
Miami, and then he went somewhere else that was a smaller but school. That's such a Hauk hire, where it's like yeah. you sounds going like on obsessed there. Obsessed with Erickson, all this stuff, and he's volunteer coaching there, and his dad, and so Hauk's like, well, I'll give you a real job, you know. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I how I don't know what the impact of the position coaches are. Um, I, I mean, I think it's pretty high in the sense that if, and maybe this is, this goes back to the head coach, but if you compare the position coaches and what they do with kids in practice under Hauk to what they did under Stitt, these position coaches have an impact. <laughs> they do a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause they've been there with him since they've, he's been yeah. hired, right? Like if someone uh-huh. said some number, like over a hundred years of head coaching experience, mm-hmm. like one, it's crazy I mean, how much those guys have been there. A lot of drill work, a lot of real specific coaching on, you know, footwork, how to move your hips and stuff. How to? I mean, it, it's kind of interesting to sit and watch. And the guy who recruited you is coaching you, yeah, which is always nice. Which it's it's crazy to be two plus years into a coaching tenure and have your first staff turnover. Do we think this Grizz team's complete? Are we going to get more players? Uh, no, I think there's transfers well, coming. The North Dakota State kid, you saw that. Uh-huh. Okay, he's, but he, so he he's going up though. He yeah, he's going, going up. But like, yes, yes yeah. But it's there possible. are going to be other people. Oh, no, we don't yeah. want to rule it out. Yeah, yeah. But um, like by now, all of everyone knows whether they're on scholarship next year. All of the you know FBS kids know whether or not you know they understand whether they're going to be funded. So they would have entered this transfer portal. Well, right? or yeah, they but, want to see how spring ball goes. Like, take Jacob Sermon, the quarterback at UW. Like, if he goes through spring ball and it's, like, obvious that he's not going to be the oh, starter. Oh, you still want him to come here. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, just, oh, I'm open to competition. That's yeah. all. Just yeah, open to competition. Um, I bet you they're looking for a cornerback, an offensive lineman, and a defensive lineman in the offseason. Yeah. That would be my guess. You think that's? Yeah, I would say so. A cornerback. Yeah. Not a linebacker? <laughs> Actually... I saw uh, Gavin Crow because he he was pretty good back mm-hmm. in the day. Like I I remember watching some video of him wrecking some kid from Eastern, and then oh, last yeah. year, first game Got home game, he busted bad his injury. Leg. Yeah, and I saw he was playing a little bit of that, like hybrid safety linebacker. Oh. Okay, because he looks bolted up. I don't. I mean, I don't remember big, seeing him beforehand, but he's a, he's a got a good size to him. And if Robbie Hout can play that. And hit rock people. Why can't he? I mean, he can rock point. people. That's Robbie Hauk's my height. I'm like five eight, man. I mean, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's list on the roster, but because like he was one of the first five ten. I don't know. I don't think he's five ten. I mean, maybe with cleats on, he's five ten. But like what the first like players I ever met, I remember because I was like, I want to do a story on Cam Humphrey because I want to know what it's like to be behind Dalton Sneed. Yeah. And then I interviewed Cam Humphrey, and then Dalton Sneed got hurt, and he started. And looked up. <laughs> That's kind of not great because they're like, what? What do you know that we don't? But, uh, <laughs> but and the, this other kid was interviewing Robbie, and they walk in, and I'm like, oh, this guy. I mean, who's this guy? Because I didn't really know what Robbie looked like. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm Robbie, and I'm like, Robbie's my height. <laughs> I think I'm a different. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Well, I will tell you that if um, I had to, if if I had lost some weird conference and I had to pick to either get in a fight with you or Robbie, I'm, I'm picking you. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what fine by me. I mean, <laughs> Luke's over here, like, what are you? What even are you at? talking about? What are you even talking yeah. about? <laughs> um, a few other maybe quick notes. Spring brawl, of course. My observations are only one practice. Roberts, I'm still just as obsessed with as I with him as I was at the end of the year. I mean, I thought, oh, yeah. It, 
I think he's just going to be fun to watch in the next two years. Catches everything, seems to make space. He's going to be a tough guy, has attitude. Um, I think it's going to be fun. Caught so, that pass at Weber. Yeah. Yeah. Caught that pass at Weber. Yeah. So run down like season, you know, we played Saturday. Who are our starting wideouts? Toure, Roberts, and Akim. Well, I mean, right. if we play Saturday, I guess Akem's not really well. Neither is yeah. Assume the team's healthy. Yeah, right. Thank assuming, you, the te- assuming the team's <laughs> healthy, it's 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 Trey Akem, Salser. I think they go four wide and make Roberts a starter, but who knows? With but then you don't do a tight end. So who's the next guy? White. Yeah, White. Yeah, I, he was. I was gonna say he's been. Maybe? He was making some plays the other day. I know they're excited he's, about. He's talking. He's a redshirt freshman. Okay, he's been. Um, that's right. Yeah, they he played four games last yeah. year. So yeah, yep. Since saved his he's, he's, got, he's pretty tall too. I think he seems yeah. like a guy who could get up. Man. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think I think White. Yeah. I like him. He looks fun. But they still have a ton of guys at receiver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, still yeah. you still got a bunch of They've extra some guys dudes. too. Some dudes. I do think. I mean, Malik's going to be a junior. Like I. Th- at some point, they're going to figure out oh, a way yeah, to work him into the offense. Yeah, right. right? Like you got to like put him and give him a jet sweep or, or something. something. Yeah, so fast, so fast. That's why I think he's going to return punts, right? But he's he's gotta. But he's, some people would tell you like that a returning a kick or returning yeah, punt are entirely like, different. Because kicks, like he's so good because he gets like 15 yards where he can just haul, and then once he's hauling, you can't catch him. So like on a jet sweep, that kind of thing would work. Yeah. Like on a punt, like you got a lot of times, like it. Unless the punter's got a crazy leg and they're slow, like you could do that. But like a lot of times, you got to be like Jerry Lee McGee, where you can stop on a dime, and then accelerate quickly. Hmm. But, but maybe he's good at that, though. Yeah, I haven't seen him return a punt. So yeah, um, spring game is February or February, February, April. Oh. It's a Friday, 7th. right? Is it's it something 7th? like Friday it's April, in the evening? April tenth in Hamilton, Friday evening. Yeah, you guys going? Yeah, I mean, yep. I'm gonna that's, go. That's, we, we try to. Maybe take the recorder, do a Generally, GFP live. The one <laughs> consistency on the GFP uh, fan trips is me. And either Luke <laughs> or Brent will flake out. Did you guys go to Weber, all of you? Uh, Brent and I went to Weber. He didn't go. Yep. Luke and I went to MSU. I can't remember. We what went I was to Weber doing. the year before, or two years you ago. You had a work related thing you had to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the way home, right. and I was on the way home. I couldn't go to Weber because it was. Uh, well, we, got, we got out from winter didn't break. Miss shit, so yeah. We, yeah. we got out from winter break, and I was like, well, I'm going through Bozeman. I got some friends who go to MSU, so I, I went to the uh, Cat playoff game. That was, was fun. That I mean, was half the stadium was full, which is funny. But. That was an incredibly miserable game to just. Yeah. And then I went back yeah. and watched that one. I'm still like, drying oh. off my sweatshirts. Oh, my God. I watched like five minutes. Like the last five minutes, I hated every part of it. Like but how could you? When we were tailgating, like it was snowing. And it's like, snow is snow. Like that's fine. Like you can brush it off. But when it turned 34 degrees and it was mixed rain and snow, <laughs> that was the worst. Like we went, to, we went to go eat something afterwards. And it was just like everything. You were just cold and damp and it was it was playing football. A football player. Uh, well at least they got to move around we were just yeah, standing just, there. i don't know man it just didn't, <laughs> if you're on offense you didn't get to move a whole lot like. that's true didn't go too far yeah yeah um any other final notes on uh gris football i mean not a lot of takeaway that's early spring ball yeah we can probably we'll probably have maybe do another pod wrap up the spring when it's over yeah Probably, maybe we'll see what happens. We should do. Uh, we should do one after the spring game, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, I have to fly to Nashville this weekend for a conference. 
Should I be concerned about uh, the coronavirus? Yes. Yeah. Don't touch your face. Just wear a mask. Don't touch your face. Don't. Did you see the video of the press conference with the lady talking about it? No. And then she like, she's like, don't touch your face to your mouth. And then she's like licking her fingers to turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> like everything. She's like, eh, turn. It's going to be rough. Man. <laughs> it's, I'm just waiting for it to hit UM. I think it. Are, I I bet it's already in Montana, just like it was yeah. in Washington well before they realized it. I mean, I was sick all last week. For all we know, I had it. it it's only spread through Wait, why are you large droplets. Here? You're excited for coronavirus? Did I say the word excited? <laughs> he said he's waiting. Wait, well, I'm he's waiting. hoping the campus will get some sort of weird lockdown, so he'll get paid to not come to work. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Actually, yeah, I went out there to class, and I can I get behind that. Yeah, I mean, Mike Mike just wants us to call him a survivor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, Have we ever told the story about how in col- when we were in college, you convinced one of our buddies over the summer that I had breast cancer? <laughs> <laughs> Get back, get back. This makes the survivor. <laughs> get, survivor I got some weird like sympathy card over the summer, and I couldn't figure out what it was or who it was from. And I thought it was like one of these like Jehovah Witness like reaching out things because I was like, what? It was like, like I really want you to let. I've been thinking of you in your in your difficult time, and if there's anything we could do for you, just let me know, Aaron. And it was like, what? And so. I don't think about it for two months, and then we get back to school for for fall, and I'm telling Luke about, yeah, I got this random card, and he like bursts out laughing, because Luke had told this guy that I had breast cancer. <laughs> I had for I had forgot about it when you told oh. me about this card. Oh my god, the poor impressionable and nice guy. I was like, I was I had this sh- just shitty summer job. I was like mowing this lawn. You know, listening to my iPod like mini. (laughs) The same, like, yeah, the same Bush songs over and over again. And I got inspired. I was like, I'm going to start a rumor about Mike. And I called a bunch of people. And we just hopped off the mower. And I was like, yeah, listen, Mike doesn't, Mike's kind of keeping this private, but, you know, he needs your thoughts and prayers. Um, he found a nodule in his in his breast. Yeah, men can get breast cancer. It's crazy, but luckily he caught it. This isn't a joke. You men can't it, get breast cancer. This is serious. Had it removed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you know, and our buddy Aaron, who is like the best guy you will ever, the, come the nicest, most conscientious, conscientious human, was like, oh, I just don't know what I can do, what I should do. And I was like, you should send him a card. <laughs> I think he'd really appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> and he did. Uh, all comes full. In circle. like third grade, my little brother broke his arms. And he was at home. The teacher told all the kids they had to write a letter to him, like feel better soon. But she didn't really emphasize that. So he got like three happy birthday cards. Because <laughs> 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 like, I went to third grade, didn't know what's going on. So it's like, happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Like, this this, this cool. one kid who was new really didn't know what was going on. So it was like, have all these cool drawings. So like, they became best friends after that. Oh, that's like, cool. Oh. <laughs> good story's got a good ending. Happy um, before we get into listener questions, do you have stuff you want to ask us about? Or are we oh, fulfilling yeah. your... I mean, I don't want your editors to be questions. upset with you. I have some questions. They're not going to be upset with me. Well, not for this. Ish. 
If you could have dinner with any athlete at UM, who would it be? At UM? Yeah, like one of the, yeah. Right now. I mean, oh, outside of OD. Yeah, was, okay, yeah, yeah, outside of okay. All-American OD. <laughs> All-American, All-American, All-American OD. All-American yeah. OD. Man. That's hmm. a good question. That is a, hmm. Definitely not an offensive or defensive lineman, especially if I'm paying. Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, well, uh, let's answer it this no. way. If actually, no, I I would have dinner with Moses Mallory because oh, I would man, I would just cool. want to know, like I just want to hear from like that thought process, like ball snapped, like you hit the then like just I just would want to talk to him just about how much he just loves. We after laying the on game, top of people, we we randomly ran into his dudes. Like cousin, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cousin, I heard that story. yeah. They were it was awesome. He'd be a good one. Um, if if James is coming with me, Timmy falls. Timmy, Timmy falls. falls. Timmy yeah. falls. Um, I think that I think he'd be all about that. Um, if it's me, man, God, there are so many options. For some reason, I'm leaning basketball. I mean, I think it'd be fascinating to have dinner with Saeed yeah. and just hear his story. Mm-hmm. You know kind of learn about it but i also at the same time think it'd be kind of fun to have dinner with the three freshman players and kind of just be like how'd you end up here what's you know yeah yeah kind of what's that recruiting like but there are a lot of interesting student athletes dante 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 (laughs) i i would pick colin bingham oh um and the reason is you know his father was an awesome you know college yep. athlete played in the nfl, in the NFL. Right. like what it means to be a grizz football player from missoula he's also you know i i i see him around campus every now and again he seems like just this in, eternally cool dude um you know he's really into like the outdoors like whitewater rafting he just seems like the most interesting person in the world you know like <laughs> i think he would I think I'd be like, man, you're like, you know, 10 years younger than me, but you're like so much cooler than me. Like, I want to have dinner with you, Colin. <laughs> I want to be cool like yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think I could, we could have some good conversation about like what it means to be a Grizz football player from Missoula. Right. I think, I think I'd pick yeah, Colin. That's a good answer. I like that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack, what about you? I mean, basically, I can talk to SIDs and talk to pretty much anyone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So let me take you to the food zoo. Well, <laughs> yeah. Can I give? Can I get you a swipe to the food zoo? Speaking I, of speaking of the food zoo, I can swipe you in. Uh, you want to know? Oh. My friends made me swipe them into chicken strip daily. The do they still? Oh. Do they still do omelets on the weekends? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't wake up that early. Oh, what are the clam chowder? Do they still have the clam yeah, chowder. Yeah, they still have the clam chowder. See, okay. I used to work on campus after I graduated. Not having access to the food zoo is like the worst part of not working on I could swipe you in the food zoo. And then we're going to take you up on this. Um, <laughs> on that note, do you think that Luke in his position as a, an employee at the university should be lobbying um, Clay Christian and the Board of Regents to allocate $50 million to build um, more attractive student services things like a new food hall? Don't you think that would let us win the whole recruiting battle with MSU? Yeah, I mean, well, because they have four food halls or something over there. Yeah, I mean, this is serious stuff, Mike. (laughs) I I feel like you just threw me a softball, (laughs) Luke. I might have. Uh, Yeah. 
So we have we have like a new vice president of administration and operations and finance. You guys might know him, VP Paul Lassiter. I don't and, know those guys. Yep, they know. I'm, I'm a sports guy. He sold <laughs> he sold U- UM bonds on Wall Street. Oh yeah, because Seth Bodner went to UM or whatever. I yeah, mean, yeah. Seth and Paul, and then before it crashed, of course. But Paul was like the architect of this infusion of cash to UM, and the money can almost ex- is like almost exclusively has to has to be sent on spent on infrastructure related to school like students like uh, auxiliaries. So, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, we, they don't, could, like, we don't have to go to the border regions. No, they they decide what they're going to do with that already. They're going to renovate the gym. Renovate the gym. I think they're going to they're thinking about like food hall renovations. I hope so. I mean, because the place in the UC. Like, Which gym? The rec center. Rec center. Oh, not Shriver. Lassiter, you got to keep Shriver pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna say that's it's, yeah. Don't yeah. touch that. Yeah. He sent out Shriver. an email on the twenty seventh. Okay. Okay. Um, about like how the funding would be spent, but it's like six million a year recycled back into UM's infrastructure. Can I see that email? I'm going to send that to my coworkers. Yeah, yeah, I'll forward it to you. (laughs) Fair, fair. They're also doing something in the country store, corner store, whatever it's called. Oh, they already did that. They didn't do a whole lot. They just, like, made put a stage in there. Well, they're putting in a new kitchen, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. More to come. They've renovated a little bit. Breaking news. It's open now. Breaking news on the Grizz Fan Pod. But if I could sit down with an athlete, like, go to dinner, I mean, Saeed's awesome. I like him. I like uh, Samara Toure. Yeah. Yeah, you know he one. could juggle? No. no. No, yeah, that was that was like one of the better stories. That, like that was what made him be like, oh, oh you're kind of a cool guy at the my job. No one else thinks that. But just like some of my people at my job think that. Because I I found out he could juggle because I read some Q&A. So we went down there and me and Liam, a photographer, went down there and we brought apples that I stole from the food zoo and he juggled them for us on the field. I got some pictures and wrote a story about it and then he ate the apple and I ate an apple and Liam had the third apple. Just a great day. Sounds wonderful. We each got an apple. We got an juggled apple. the apples. It, it, was a, out. it was a great article. Did you fun. wash the apple? He had gloves on. You ate. So side note about coronavirus. Since you just broke the fourth wall, we should shout out Liam, the photographer. Yeah, who's been Liam, hanging the up this entire yeah. time. I brought a photographer with credit. Me. Liam, credit to, <laughs> credit to Liam, who's probably like, oh my god, this is terrible in person. <laughs> Yeah, but Liam is in the room with us. I brought him to take photos. Liam, do you want to give a shout-out to anyone? Like <laughs> a brother, a mother? A cousin? I'll give a shout-out to um, my girlfriend, Greg Eckberg. Ooh. Okay, okay. Smart play. I, 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 we probably need to repeat the name because I don't know the camera, the, the microphone picked it up. Eckbert. Right? All right. Got it. Okay. We got it. Expert. All right. So uh, we're going to go back and forth. You asked us a question. I'm asking you okay, a question. Okay. I'm ready. What's, uh, what's your favorite story that you've done so far for the okay. company? The TikTok one was pretty awesome. That's Just fair. Talk to him. Yeah. That juggling one was cool. Favorite one? I mean, I got to go to a Luke Combs concert for free. It wasn't even a sports story because I just gave me a free ticket, and that was kind of fun. Fair. I got press pass to the Brawl the Wild basketball and football. Basketball probably more fun. Than Actually, football. one of my I just recently I just dropped on Wednesday. I went and talked to the softball team, and there are three pitchers, and so I, all three of them have some crazy storylines because the two have been around for a while, and there's the, the mm-hmm. ones from Shoto, Montana. 
fun times. It's like in Soto and ended up here. And then the one, one B shout out. The Soto. One, yeah. <laughs> Soto, Montana. And then the one's from Nevada. And then the third one's also from Nevada. And the two are older. And the one's like, she was like the Gatorade player of the year. She's a freshman here now in Nevada. She just hit a home run against Michigan State. Like she's the only one who hits. The other one's just pitch. So I got to talk to those three and their coach is really nice. Huh. It was, it was cool to hang out the softball. It made me realize like, I'm like I could never play softball. Was how fast! Like we were like taking me and Liam was there again. We were taking photos and they were like hitting the ball was like sort of near us and I was just scared and like they hit it in the same place every time. I still got scared the ball was gonna hit me. See, have you ever tried to hit a fast underhand fast pitch? Well, all these people on work are like Jack. You got to do these stories where you go like do the things athletes do. It's it, so cool. They're like you work out with the track team. Try to hit a softball on <laughs> it. It should because it is, I, I would try and hit a softball. I'm not working out with the track team. So, That's so not having happening. played like a sure little league, like I think a lot of us did, mm-hmm. a fast pitch softball that goes comes up oh is the God. weirdest damn thing to try to hit. I I I couldn't hit it. There, I, I'd just be scared. Like I'm scared they're gonna hit me. I know they're not gonna hit me because they're good, but I'd be scared they're gonna hit. It me. seems like it's gonna hit you because it's coming up at your face. <laughs> yeah. One of one of our good buddies. Uh, wrote some columns for the Kaiman back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, D Laz, yeah. shout out. He punted. Still, to... the, still the best job he has ever had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he needs to find a real job. Yeah, I don't, whatever he's doing now, it doesn't compare. But he, we had this, uh, I guess, prolific punt returner named Lavander Seegers. Mm-hmm. And I remember for one of his columns, he punted to Lavander Seegers on the Oval. And interviewed him. Oh it, was, it was great. And they had a photographer there, like Leah, taking pictures. If I could bring a football player on the oval and punt him, that'd be awesome. The only unfortunate thing about that whole series is it didn't exist in a time when it was so easy to film yeah. it and put it out. Because today, <laughs> when you do this, yeah, I mean, you're gonna I mean, film it. We gotta go take photos with media. them. But yeah. yeah, I think I would try to get on get on the golf course with like one of the, the golfers, golfers, one of the lady Grizz golfers. I like. I mean, I like to golf, and I'm terrible at it. I, would, I, I, have, I have some clubs I think in my dorm room. The selling I mean, point is you being terrible. It yeah. would, at it. I, so it would be a great story to talk about, like the athlete that you're interviewing. And how great they are in comparison to you, like <laughs> catching up with them from like the sand trap. I bet they would let me and... play golf for free too. Oh yeah, that's leverage. Oh, yeah. This I'm gonna put that position, in my notes, dude. okay? Yeah. <laughs> test the fences. Jack, Jack Riley is a member of the country yeah. club. He can get you out there. I anytime. could bring Riley with me too. Might as well. I mean, any excuse really got. Riley's gonna steal the show. I don't know if you want to bring Riley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Riley's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but we're, Riley would pull out Riley golf, fans. I would, then I'd definitely be last. But, you know, I mean, even fun. though he copied us on the podcast front, we're still fans. It's fine. <laughs> this is a podcast, though. Or is it just a series of interviews? And like, a, well, because well, part of his, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess the interviews are. It's like, a good one too. I actually enjoy it. Yeah, I, no, I, I listen to it a lot too. He gives me a lot it's of ideas. Useful. Yeah. He knows stuff that we don't. That the university tells him and not us. Yes, exactly. It's state state run media. I'll look in at in way. my in my notes. My pitch it says Grizz Fan Podcast. Look at that. I like it. Write down test defenses. What? Write it down. Test the fences. Oh, my man. editor's like, "What's your pitch this week?" I'm, like, I'm just gonna test the fences. This week. Yeah, see. your your editor will understand Jurassic yeah. Park. If you ever get like, if you ever run into like a writer's block on coming up with story ideas, let us know and we'll, <laughs> we'll put the call out to our listeners and we'll we'll find something. So, are we ready to roll into listener questions? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm ready. Or you don't have any questions left because I have one question left for you. Okay, I'm so, ready oh. for your question. Um, tell us how you ended up 
being hired as, at the time as a freshman. Okay, yeah. Because so, I will tell you, when we were students, freshmen didn't get hired. Yeah, it's time. pretty abnormal. For because there's three freshmen on staff right now, the only three sports writers are two freshmen, as you would say. But uh, all the older sports writers graduated; they're all seniors. I think one of them's like she, one of them's an intern at Politico or was, and one of them like writes for CU now doing sports. And so we came in an orientation. We're doing like these journalism workshops, and uh, Jewel, who's the advisor for the Kaiman, walks in and she goes, "We really need sports writers. So like even if you have no." like really expertise or no like you know like i don't know just <laughs> no grip on sports you should still come work for sports and i had uh there wasn't a newspaper at my high school so i couldn't write and there wasn't a newspaper in my town so i couldn't write sports so i created my own blog to write sports for my school at one point um, nice. which, i like it but i played on mm. the sports team so that's a little bit of conflict of interest. Did I you now. did you ever call out the coaching decisions on your blog? <laughs> I did not. I also would try not to mention me. Like I wouldn't say anything good I did, and I just put how many points I scored or whatever at the very bottom or something like that, like the box score. But uh, so I have decided to apply. So I'm like, I got so excited. I call my mom, like, Mom, I'm gonna be a sports writer. I'm so excited, and I apply and I go and get interviewed, and then I uh, I get I didn't hear back for like a week. Finally, they were nice enough to email me that. I didn't get the job, but they're like, yeah, sorry, we're not going to hire you. So I was like, oh, that really sucks. So I applied at two restaurants. <laughs> and I emailed them. I'm like, Different. well, I'd be an intern. Hey, can I interrupt? Did you apply at Paradise Falls? No. Okay. Should Keep I work going. there? No. Okay. Keep going. Can you make a <laughs> no. Manhattan? Well, I actually, can... at the bar I used to work at, I, I did bartend a little bit, but I don't know how to make Manhattan. <laughs> Brent can train you. Well, all I had to do was open Coors Light bottles. I mean, <laughs> that works. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Anyways, you can train me. So yeah, I get... Britain doesn't work at Paradise I have, and we don't let him mind. Paradise makes very good Manhattans. Okay, <laughs> here to here first. Now. <laughs> and uh, I applied, asked to be an intern, and I get another email back a day later. Actually, we already hired an intern, so... So basically, we don't want so you. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna go drop my resume off at the press box. <laughs> <laughs> and then they emailed me the next day once I had gone home, and they're like, actually, our intern is doing something else now. We would love for you to come work with us. You were our first choice. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't the first choice. <laughs> but I did get hired. So no complaints and I, I came in and I like I wrote one article and I wrote another article about how the student section was they were supposed to be like you get wristbands when you swipe in and they're supposed to be regulating how who comes in the student section because like the first game i went to there's like these drunk guys like falling over us and there's dudes who weren't students in the student section so i was like well if they're just like if it's a general admission place i don't care so i go into the ticket office i hope there's people listening because i kind of betrayed them and i'm sorry and i'm like so what's going on they're so nice I'm like yeah so like basically like we are supposed to do it, but like we're not doing a great job at it. I'm like, you should not have told me that. <laughs> and I wrote a story about how, Boy, like, yeah, investigative Grizz, Grizz Athletics section imperfection, man. And uh, they're like, oh, that was really cool. So they started to. That's a good byline. Yeah. Yeah. Section imperfection, and they started, to, and then so they're like, okay, we'll pay you now. So hey, what you like that? Yeah. I want to piggyback a question. What do your What do your parents um, think? You know, you come from this. You know, remarkably small town in Montana <laughs> to the city of Missoula, and almost immediately you're writing, you know, for the student newspaper. Yeah, that's pretty um, cool. What What do they 
Yeah, so my parents weren't big sports people at all, just because I went to the small school and we played sports a lot. I just ended up liking sports. My grandpa was a big sports guy and he used mm-hmm. to babysit me when I was younger, so I would watch sports with him and hear him <laughs> how much he hated Duke. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I came here and, I mean, my mom's a nurse. My dad was a carpenter. So I came in and they were like, I guess like I got a job. My mom, I, they, they loved reading my stuff. Like they were subscribed to it. I remember my dad would always like read my stuff and my mom still every day she reads it. Every Like she she always texts me about it. So I, I don't think they were taken aback. They're like, you can do big things, I guess. Like they're like, yeah, that's a beautiful drawing. We'll put it on the fridge. Like they do it with my articles, I guess. Um, my mom listens to our podcast and oh, tells me that we shouldn't swear so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My mom wouldn't care if I swore. Well, she's probably gonna listen to this. Shout out to my mom. I think nice. the lesson here is that your mother never stops giving you advice. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Well, she gave me good advice. To, I think she's like she wanted me to get a job, so <laughs> I got a job at Kaiman Sports. And I ended up on the Grizz Fan right Podcast, so she gave me good advice. You have made, yeah. 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 made it. This is this, this is the peak right here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, we, uh, we, uh, we 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 had a similar. Uh, creation story uh here at the Grizz fan pod basically luke and i got sick of updating our buddies via a giant text thread about <laughs> all things grizzly athletics so we started recording a podcast nice. then and we quickly realized that we didn't have the chops to do it alone and we recruited Britt. you know <laughs> we need to bring in someone who actually talent. knows stuff <laughs> who's paying attention <laughs> talent <laughs> He's the talent. He's our diva. I plugged, I plugged the cords in. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's jump over to Egress. Let's. Uh, okay, you guys ready for some questions? Yep. Boring. It's going to be a group effort here. Okay. First question. Serious, serious question. Would you rather fight one hundred squirrel-sized horses or <laughs> one horse-sized squirrel? Dude, the horses, the little horses, because like they don't have hands. You could just. Punt them. You could punt them, man. Just kick them and run. Come on. Gonna, they like, could bite you. That's it. You could just jump up and kick a hundred squirrel sized horses. Dude, so kick a rabbit. I'm not fighting a horse size of a squirrel. That's like not scary. Uh, that's the right answer. Okay. Definitely now, hang on though. Man. Twist to the question because CDA, who always asks these questions of us, See. realized he left something out. If you choose the 100 squirrel-sized horses, the Grizz lose to Montana State in 2020 and get bounced by the fir- in the first round. If you choose the horse-sized squirrel, the Grizz <laughs> beat the Cats and make the semis at least. Make the semis Wait. and beat the Cats? But you have to fight the horse-sized squirrel. I want to know. I want to I know. You're telling me. I'm risking it all. Is a squirrel by nature aggressive? Or will, would it still be sort of timid and jumpy as a horse? It depends if it's a trail mix in your pocket or not, I guess. If it's a squirrel from UM. The squirrel, I was going to say, the squirrels on campus at UM are aggressive. Yeah, it's <laughs> if it's one of those yeah. squirrels. They climb into, into windows. Yeah. And they, dorms. yeah. yeah. Like, I imagine the trash teeth on a horse-sized squirrel would be like a white, it'd be like a whiteboard. Ugh. That like, sounds awful. I'm ter- it's terrifying. Yeah. They're quick. Even thinking They're about so it. They're so fast. That twitch speed. I don't like it. I don't like it one damn I'm gonna bit. I'm going to have nightmares, CDA. Thank you. These uh, So go fight win. These, You're going to go with the... Yeah. These <laughs> listener questions are always a mix of really interesting, like, legitimate questions and uh, guys trying to figure out how uh, uncomfortable they can make us in a given Talk, week. There was one we had where it was you had to wear rollerblades for a year if the Grizz got to the national championship and if people all the time. 
You had to wear rollerblades all the time. In a shower? And so, yeah, in a shower. You could break your back. And, <laughs> Be serious. Um, and if people asked you, all you had to say was, I love Bladen. <laughs> but the Grizz would win the national title. They wouldn't. <laughs> if I was like a senior in college, and I'm like, I'm still working for the Kaiman, and I'm like, I got to have, like, this will be a great year if they win the national title, great content. Always be blading. I love blading. Yeah. I could take a gap year after that. Like, man, I just got to go blade around Europe. Yeah. Luke and I both yeah. professed that we would absolutely marry Waden Cruzado. Uh, I forget what the question was, but why not? Yeah. Uh, so Grizzman84 asks if there's any walk-ons or kind of unknowns that have st- stood out in the first two practices. Maybe something we could revisit. Um, I don't know. Um, any, any, I mean, we talked about a few, but not really walk-ons. Kind of a walk-on. The kid from Carroll who had to sit out last year, Armston. The running back? Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, again, one day of practice, but he looked he looked kind of good. Okay. I mean, we're deep at running back, so I don't really know that it's going to mean anything, but he was kind of fun to watch today. What's his name? Yep. Um, isn't it Armstrong? Armstrong? Yeah, he was the Carroll transfer this yeah, last like year. Like twenty, yeah. I feel like he had a pretty good running practice. Or eleven or fourteen yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I had to look him up. So, <laughs> okay. I mean that that kicker, he's a walk on. Yeah, he I mean if that if that works, out. he impressed yeah. me in practice by just talking. Yeah, like, <laughs> it felt so much like it might be fake and you should be lying. <laughs> Old Miz. <laughs> uh, Everett is wondering when you're going to take James to Disneyland. Well, not after you went to Disneyland with your family and then came home and like died for a Got week. Sick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounds expensive. Um, okay. <laughs> so Everett asked a very important question. Uh, following the eastern, following yeah. the eastern Washington game, it mm-hmm. is clear that the strength and conditioning program is paying dividends for our 96 pound cheerleaders. How much do the cheerleaders spend in the weight room weekly? On a serious note, I bet more than they realize. Like, <laughs> yeah, the freaking cheerleaders. Well, the cheerleaders dancing practice together, and like I know someone on the dance team, and she's always posting videos of them like practicing dancing and stuff. I think that's hard I work. Lift those routines. Bit, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, they lift each other. It's hard work, Luke. Yeah, it's hard work. Luke, like. you is, actually, is it a sport? You in another <laughs> life could have been a male cheerleader. You know. Yo, you're athletic. Yeah. Good oh, I feel like with, with your mustache you right now, I could see one of those. Yeah, seats. exactly. Oh, yeah. Guys, where let's go, Grizz. See, I'm a I'm a big fan of all things um, Grizz cheer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, Coach Buck. I know some. I know some of the cheerleader dudes. I actually caught a shirt at a football game. Is I love Grizz dance. They threw it out in the stadium. Yeah, I mean, there you go. I've always been a fan of the dance team, Mike. You Fair. know this. James loves to floss at the Grizz basketball games, so oh. I don't know what the I don't know what the connection is, but perfect. Does he floss at home though? <laughs> Mike, how's his <laughs> dental care? <laughs> if we brush our teeth twice a day, it's a victory. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, PDX has another very important question. Okay, would you rather be quarantined on a cruise ship with Bobby Houck and Bruce Barnum, but Barnum <laughs> only talks about pretzels? Does he have pretzels? Well, dots. Yeah, dots. he's got a, like a sponsorship. I, mean, I would eat the dots. Yeah. yeah, I would eat. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Or, and this this takes a little bit of Egra's history here, but uh, be quarantined on a cruise ship with Rob Fennessy oh. and Mike Kramer. But Fennessy only talks about um, his. There was where he's wearing those like big necklace that look like the kind of beads. Yeah, like, like Idaho State had like a, a, a defensive like a 
like turnover a, necklace like or whatever. A, like a no, there's chain, actually like, turnover chain. But there's actually like a legitimate story to that, so I shouldn't make fun of it. Well, but, so Egress, of yeah. course, is making fun of it. But, <laughs> of but then uh, Fantasy only talks about said necklace, which Egress is dubbed as something that you could scratch the male anatomy quite well. <laughs> <laughs> What's the word they use, Brent? Uh, the taint scratcher, 5,000. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, it, Barnum only talks about pretzels, or Fantasy only talks about his uh, necklace. You're with just Fantasy. No, you're with well, Fantasy and Kramer. Well, you're with uh, Mike Kramer as well. It's, the so Fantasy is, side, or Bobby yeah, and Barnum. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's Bobby and Barnum. Yeah, it's gotta be Bobby. Right? I also, I wouldn't. I'd feel less just afraid generally with, you know, Bobby, because I, you know, he's such a he's a big fisherman. Yeah, you know, he could catch oh, you some sure. fresh some fresh fish. That's a good point. You're like, the, oh, so the you're, fare okay. on the boat might be getting a little dank after a couple weeks, right? <laughs> you're in quarantine. Bobby's like, I got this. I got it. Yeah, that's a good point. I got my rod. And yeah. you know what? I mean, it'd be it'd be less like weird to just hear about pretzels for two weeks than... Yeah, I feel yeah, that. I, I could talk about pretzels. I don't hate them. They're great pretzels, too. You probably hate Salty snack with some beer. Yeah. You probably hate him after. You guys will like beer yeah, eventually. Probably. We need to. We need to get a yeah. When you have your first beer, um, <laughs> can't, I can't wait. We need to get a sponsorship from a pretzel company. Okay, perfect. You figure that out, Luke. You're on. There's like a small town pretzel company here. Is there one in Montana? I don't think so. <laughs> or you could start one. So, uh, last question on Egris <laughs> is Mallory. It's <laughs> just rebag dots. Um, so, uh, is, is Mallory moving to center going to in- enhance or detract his ability to belly surf as BG Big Dots? It's going to make it easier. Easier? Because, you know, most teams do four man fronts. So, so he'll have, like, he won't be locked up. When he'll get, like, yeah, he'll he be the second pick. guy to a block sometimes. Oh, perfect. Just to run him over and just put his, what I imagine, two and a half foot belly button right in their face. <laughs> oh, man. I got nothing. Um, Brian Marcel wants to know, what's our take on Idaho promoting Zach Claus and his 5-22 and record versus D1 teams to head men's basketball coach? My response to that is, Idaho, you have your own fucking podcast. Talk about it there. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> okay, but now that the joke is settled, um, I actually thought that they were somewhat competitive when they played us, and he seems like a good guy. And Idaho just needs to bide their time. They're rebuilding. They're building a new basketball arena. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. What? Building a new football program. Yikes. Hey, they're surging. They're surging. They are surging. Oh, yeah, they are surging. They are surging. Ring that bell. That's uh, Craig Haley, recognized FCS writer, dubbed Idaho as a surging football program. Really? Is Idaho going to be near the top four teams in the Big Sky? No, not even a chance. close. Not a chance. I mean, if they Is, but if they last, but if they win six games, they've gone from four to five to six. Oh, that's a surge. That's the that's, that's the goal. That I, that's the goal. I bet. That's a winning season. It's eleven game. They'll be six I, and five. 
I compare them to the drink surge. Do you remember that? <laughs> of course. Yeah. They you want guys, a bunch of bowls, though. That's, you guys don't know, know what surge is. Surge. At least 15 years before they were born. It's like Red Bull pour. Oh, no. I've heard of surge. I've heard it's of like you take a Mountain Dew and you pour Oh, yeah. I feel like I was at a. We were at a basketball game and I was. We were at a gas station. What's that? I should try it. And right before I played a basketball game and I regretted that. It, it hit the market in like February of 96 or 97. No, it was right, a little bit earlier Pepsi. than that because I, I have memories of my fourth grade teacher slamming the door after lunch one day and saying, you all need to tell your parents you cannot bring Surge to school. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently okay. the kids were out of control. Surge was before you had Red Bull, Rockstar, Monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, but... Yeah, Idaho is the surge of drinks because they seem strong, but you get the sugar crash, baby. <laughs> They're going to fail you in the end. I think, and, and, and Morceau pointed this out. He said, just consider an opening to discuss how great we feel about our coaching situation. Consider ourselves lucky. Yeah. I mean, I saw this. There was an argument I saw on Twitter between a diehard Idaho fan and a Grizz fan, and this guy was like, yeah, but you guys haven't won FCS bowls in the last however many years. I mean, FBS bowls. Like, we won bowl games. I'm like, would you rather win the famous Idaho Potato Bowl or a national championship? My answer to that is the Grizz were <laughs> three and one against Idaho when they were an FBS program. So, whatever. Yeah, I was like, I can't More believe you're so happy about FCS four. bowls. Four and one. Not we even like won. remotely yeah, near a good bowl either. Um, favorite. Former Grizz player of the Grizz fan pod, Andrew Schmidt, asks, Meryl Streep, overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Properly rated. I saw, I saw that, and I looked up the movies I'd seen, so properly rated. Because I've, <laughs> I've seen Mary Poppins. I was going to say, how many, how many movies with Meryl Streep have you two seen? I've seen Mary Poppins. I think I saw Mamma Mia. I had a fire soundtrack. All right. And then I saw somehow she was on the Prairie Home Companion. Okay. I, I, I yep. remember listening to that when I was younger. My dad used to listen to that. That would okay. be right up the... Yeah. Yep. Meryl Streep holds the position the of The men are above average and the something else. The best female actress of all time, right? Yeah, something like that. So okay. you're going with underrated. But I don't understand how she could possibly be overrated. Or underrated. Okay. Yeah. I so think what he's getting at it? is we don't appreciate her enough. Okay. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Devil wears Prada. What? Uh, okay, Griffin Smith. Oh, he's the other sports writer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kind of, yeah. He wants to know if Jazz is making a comeback. He's a big Jazz guy. <laughs> is this a thing? I, 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 I went into his he, dorm room and he has like a vinyl. He capitalized jazz. jazz, so I was trying to determine if he was like the basketball, basketball team. team. Dude, I saw like, he's just like he's like you fucking idiot, jazz the music. <laughs> He's like, the music. I was like, well, fuck, you capitalized it. I don't know. Do you capitalize the D and dubstep? These guys are these freshmen running the Kaiman sports. Like, God, who are these assholes we're going to go interview tonight? Like, I don't know what Of course we listen to jazz, bro. A bunch of adults just sitting around drinking beer. What? Jazz? As a music form? The answer is yes. The answer is no. no. Yes. Oh, Are you kidding? <laughs> First of all, when was you, the last time you listened to jazz? You did you watch La La Land? No. Unfortunately, yes. I <laughs> demanded my money back. I um, 
I, I just want to give everybody an opportunity. It's 2020, and we should, you know... Just... Jazz had their opportunity in 1940. What? <laughs> you know, you are a musical fan, so... Do, I mean... Like, what do you mean by musical fan? You, you will sing musicals. Sure. Yeah, Broadway shows. Sure. Whatnot. How can you not have appreciation for jazz? It's... Just go sit down... It's nonsense. You it's need to get chaos. Out. You need to get out more. Here's the thing. <laughs> Every musical form has a birth, you know, like a like a peak and a death. The state of Louisiana really disagrees with you. <laughs> and Utah. There's a lot. No. Well, I'm Take, for instance, like rock and roll, right? Like big at one point in time. It had its like peak, its climax of popularity. Now, I think... There's like a downslope. There's no like mega new rock bands. I, you know, I don't, I don't know about that. But uh, I was driving back from our office in Big Fork yesterday with a colleague of mine, and I went to stream something on you know streaming service, and I somehow selected some weird rock channel <laughs> and listened to four consecutive songs of some band called Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's some big fans. Boy, that was... Uh, I was driving down the highway thinking, man, this is going to make me kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you got some road rage. Road rage around nine pipes. Just hard, <laughs> pretty much. Is Rocky Erickson... There's, is there two Rocky Ericksons? Because there's the sports media guy from Billions. Is that a different Rocky Erickson? I think it's got to be a different one. Okay, because... Yeah. Well, Liam is cousins of Riley, and he's telling me Rocky Erickson is also his cousin. So it must be... Rocky Erickson has his own like show in Billings, I think, because I think. Montana sports. Okay, so yeah, never mind. Different the Rocky Erickson, I guess. Okay. There's a Rocky Erickson. There's two of them, because one I guess is part of the Montana football, Montana State football team, hmm. coaching staff, quote unquote, and the other one's a sports guy from. He's a play-by-play too, I think, because huh. I think when Riley won that award that he won again this year, the sportscaster of the year, I think he beat out Rocky Erickson. That's oh, what I read. And they're cousins. Oh. Huh. They're all cousins, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They're all cousins and billions. <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> Everyone from Eastern Montana is related. What about the High Line? Yeah. There's a lot of relations on the High Line. I know like 12 people from Shelby, and all but two of them are related to you. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. if we're looking at just percentages. Well, uh, Ryder Rice, he was, on the, he was on the team last year. He, I remember yeah. we were interviewing him, and he was from like... Somewhere, way east. No, he had an Savage. awesome name. Savage. 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 Yeah. Savage, Savage, Montana. And someone asked him a question. He's like, well, there's eight kids in my graduating class, and four of them were my cousins. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had two cousins. I had two cousins in my graduating class. And I was the homecoming king, and my first cousin, Sarah, king too, right on. was the homecoming queen. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Not, it was really I was strange. Not, I was not cousins with the queen. It was strange, and... You know? That was a deep breath. Um, yeah, you, it got it got awkward. At AK Grizzfan wants <laughs> to know: <laughs> after his performance at the NFL Combine, where do you think Dante will land in the draft? Same where he was before. Fifth round. Fifth round. I think sixth. Sixth. Yeah. So that was picking fourth. I'd say six or seven. So yeah. I feel like more more realistically How, five, six. Seven. Where does his forty times settle at? It's. Way down there in terms of linebackers. No, no but like no. where is pro day? Where does he? Because uh, he's gonna have the pro day. How much does he drop off of his forty time? What did he run? Four eight eight, 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 eight official. 
I watch that. I bet he drops a tenth off. I was gonna say. I mean, for like four seven eight. Yeah. Is it four seven two? Over over under four seven eight. Over. I think under under. Okay. Well, but it's hand timed. Yeah, because Pro Day will be hand timed. Yeah, he'll be under. Yeah, under. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but the coaches in high school football are like so quick handed. We. The fastest was five one in my school. The fastest? Oh my god! I'm just kidding. Our coaches. Six of them. Well, yeah, there was there was like eight of us. I'm just kidding. Yeah, our coaches were so fast. Come on! I swear to God, we had like six guys on the team that ran like four sevens, and I remember at the time being like, "That seems quick." (laughs) We had like four eights. I remember. But when you see like Dante Olson run a four eight eight, I'm like, we were dead. Like coaches were quick on that four eight. Start a second. A little slow on the start, a little quick on the finish. Exactly. It's an art form. Um, That's it for listener questions. Is there anything else you guys feel like we need to talk about today? I'm good. I'm not done shitting on jazz, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should have an appreciation of jazz. Oh, I mean, in, in the I'm sticking out for my coworker because I, I don't want him to listen to this and be like you just let those guys fucking slander jazz. Well, <laughs> he, he already thinks we're stupid because, because Brent had to ask about jazz or jazz. I, I have an appreciation. Yeah, the Utah Jazz are fine. I, I, I hope he heard. I hope he heard the part where we were curious about it and just turn it off. He was like, <laughs> no I have an appreciation for jazz, like I do, like the longbow. Like I realized it was. <laughs> I realized. It was like an important. What? Yeah, I mean, at, there was a time and place where the longbow was the most dominant, like, battlefield weapon we knew. Like, oh at one point in time, jazz was the best we had. We've evolved. All right, there's better music out there. We now have oh, fucking tanks, dude. <laughs> like, I asked. I asked uh, all American. <laughs> Long snapper for the Grizz. What his, what his pump up song was? What do you think it was? Better not be jazz. <laughs> it's gonna be some country. It wasn't jazz. It wasn't country. Jazz. Okay, it was, it was... Uh, Lil Wayne. It's not Lil Wayne. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's Brent's pump up song. Oh really? Uh, yeah, Brent was a DJ at Stocks for a minute. No, not at Stocks. <laughs> for rookies. Yeah. Any better? Come on. Okay. Rookies was a lot. No, it was the same. No, no. <laughs> When you turn 21, Farukis has a drink that they light on fire for you. So keep that in mind. OD's pump-up song is T-Swift. No. (laughs) uh, He he said he's a big Guns N' Roses guy. Oh, he said, welcome to the jungle. I've been doing a thing where I just ask all the athletes what their pump-up song is, and then I'm going to take them all in. And our music writer, she's she's got a strong opinion. She's probably basically going to tear them apart. Their music. Yeah, well, oh, man. Or they... she'll say they're good too. This, this so, is America. I've asked quite a few. I've opinions. asked quite a few guys, like Saeed and stuff. I used to like to ask people what back when um, CDs were commonly uh, used in society. Have you ever bought a CD in your life? Oh. My what? friend gave me a Tupac CD. For Have you ever bought a CD in your life? Man. Okay, I've, I've bought. Right. It. I, right. yeah, I was I'm like just. I was like but a little too young. There well, was that's a little bit more like. Collector. Like you, like you listen yeah. to jazz because it's still cool. Yeah. There was a time where you had a CD player in your car, 
you would put that CD in and listen to it, and then you turn your car off, right? And when you turned it back on, you know you, the most recent song you were listening to, listening to would start playing. My truck in high school had a cassette player. Okay, so you, yeah. you, you feel me? Or I don't know that I've ever had a car that had a cassette. Yeah, player. it was Boy, crazy, man. I listened to the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. How old soundtrack. are you? <laughs> well, that's a, so. What's your guilty pleasure? Like when you drove to school. <laughs> You're listening to some the like, dirty dancing soundtrack, like the dirty dance dancing yeah. soundtrack, and then after school you're giving someone a ride home. You're going somewhere, and you're like, I'd keep it on. <laughs> you flip the ignition, and you realize, like, oh god, I was listening to Britney Spears. You gotta turn the volume down, switch the song. <laughs> like, what's your guilty pleasure music? Ask that to the athletes, <laughs> and tell me your guilty pleasure. <laughs> Well, yeah, like I would listen to. But still, the dirty, I still no. I like Taylor Swift a little bit, just a little bit. This guy, bit. see, I knew I liked him. I, I identified like myself stuff. last I don't mess week. With their new stuff, but on like, I, I got interviewed by two of my agents on their social media video, whatever, <laughs> and I had to acknowledge that, that when I am driving, you know, from office to office in this great state of ours, it's just me rocking down the highway. It's either podcasts. Like normal people. Yeah. Or Taylor Swift. <laughs> singing out loud. Which old Taylor Swift song is your favorite? I don't know. Ooh. I like Picture to Burn, honestly. Uh, Teardrops see, on my guitar. Anything that rocks you, anything that gets you rocked out. Yeah. That gets you pumped up. Okay, what's your guilty pleasure? <clears throat> I, oh God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> His car still has an eight track, first of all. Oh, okay. So. okay. Yeah, classic. <laughs> I find... Like, just such pleasure in the stupid um, pop country. Uh, yeah. You know, that sounds like so generic <laughs> and cookie cutter. Like, th- th- there are tracks on YouTube where they'll splice like the eight of the top ten, you know, like. They'll put them all together. They'll put them all together and it no, sounds like the, the same. same song. Yeah. Sometimes, like, uh, one of those songs will come up on the radio. And he won't I've never off. heard it before, <laughs> but I immediately like it, and I think two simultaneous thoughts. I'm like, this song is amazing, and I love it, and I'll turn it up, and then I'll say, this this song is perfectly formulated for my ear, and it's garbage <laughs> music, but I love it. And I'm not even a country music fan, but that pop like cookie cutter country like hits me and I'm like oh my gosh I could be a fake country pop singer <laughs> Brent uh, alright so uh, I have I've, I've got like Mike I have kids um, and so there'll be moments where I will pretend to not like the music that some of my daughters enjoy you're but, a Frozen fan, aren't you? You're a yeah. Jonas Brothers fan. I gotta tell you, the Frozen 2 soundtrack fucking slaps. <laughs> like, <laughs> it slaps? Oh my god, it slaps? <laughs> like, open up the Twitter account. Yeah. The Frozen 2 soundtrack slaps. Quote, Brent. <laughs> open up the Twitter. Is the, is the movie out yet? Like, yeah, no, uh, it's out. It's oh, you, you went and saw it in theaters. I did the see it in theaters so with my daughters, yeah, yes. There's oh, that guy like, singing along back there. I don't know. Like, I, I got out of there, I was like, man, this I don't know about this movie. And then I was, like, singing the song over and over, and oh, my God, like. <sighs> the Frozen 2 soundtrack slaps. It slaps, man. I love it's it. It's got some good shit on it. I mean, but it's like, 
Like one of like Weezer does a song on it. Like I mean, it's like I don't know. Weezer is still a thing. Weezer is very much still a thing. Yeah. I haven't reviewed their last album. Oh really? Yeah. Were so, they nice about it? L- no. Liam, no. <laughs> no. Liam says the Kaiman gave an unfavorable review to Weezer's last album. Do you guys worry that the Kaiman's a little too negative? Yeah. I think sometimes. I will mean, <laughs> oh, for the record, neither of them immediately said I, no. I think. So. I, I remember once I wrote an article about that. I was like a young freshman. There's some ducks in the food zoo. Like, they have ducks by the food zoo there. They feed. And I wrote an article because these ducks are cool. And I'm like, oh, this is really fun. And like our advisor was like, yeah, guys, this is proof you can actually write nice stuff about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think, I mean, they do a lot of positive stuff. Like, I think a lot of our, I mean, some of our cover stories have really positive stuff sometimes. Like, there was a professor we wrote one about this week who's like mapping tigers yeah. and stuff and uh-huh. stuff. So I think it's just like a 50 50. It just depends. I mean, I think people want to read a music review or movie review more if it's like this movie's garbage and you write funny stuff about it. I'd say fair. I think I, just, I don't know. Just it, the news cycle. It just depends on the reporter. I think some reporters like write stuff about how UM's doing good things, but it's maybe not as interesting as an article. I think sometimes it's more negative than you would some would wish for, but I don't know. Just their voice. I just have always assumed that it was just the the students who work at the Kaiman just having a race to see who's more woke. <laughs> I think a lot of it's like <laughs> a lot of the stuff the stuff people who don't read oh the Gaiman Daily are gonna see is the stuff that people oh are reacting to, right? That's, yeah, that's the that's the negative stuff or the really positive stuff, yeah. but more the negative stuff. See, <laughs> who's more woke. You know, every <laughs> once in a while, I want to comment woke. on uh, the Facebook posts of some of the opinions. Oh yeah, but then there's like one random oh guy. Garrett. That so I don't want to be I don't want to be mixed up with him. Garrett, if you listen, <laughs> Garrett is a fucking. <laughs> I mean, yes, we. Uh, that, that's my observation too. Uh, I, I mean, I doubt he's listening. If he is, Garrett, stop comment on the Facebook, stop man. But it's just like, but we don't reply to him. Like he's allowed to say that. Like, Other right people say do, that. Though, Other people like, like, yeah, Garrett, you're a tool. But you know, he's got his own strong opinions. He's entitled to that. I think uh, I'm not gonna reply to him. I mean, but if he says something negative about one of my articles. As our I'm own. still not going to reply yeah. to him. I'm there just going to let Garrett do his thing. Perfect. I like it. <laughs> Anything else you want to know mean, about I, us? I think Garrett lives in Great Falls, too. That's punishment. Yeah, punishment Great itself. Falls. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I like Great Falls. Great Falls is a city. It does have a I was going to say. Great, Great Falls city, is a big city. You can't hate that. There's, that's fair. Applebee's on the river, man. Coming from Shelby, Great Falls. Is it had Paris. a mall for a small town dude. I was like... We're going to Great Falls this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna hit some Taco John's, baby. High class. I loved it. All right. Take a photo of you guys with my digital camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's for real. He's yeah, got one. I found oh an Olympus digital like camera jazz. at a thrift shop, man. It was like $2. And like I go on the photos and these really... I think, really, I don't know. I, dude, I don't that suggest. shit was like three hundred bucks when it was new. Yeah, yeah, but it was. But so I, I go might have there, had one too. And I'm like, this is perfect on the photos. These old people who traveled the world together is awesome. And then I found out the cord that connects it to the computer wasn't there. Like, doesn't like it really. Right. I just ordered it online like two dollars though. So doesn't it have a card you can pop out? Uh, it's got an card, XD right? card, not SD. XD. Oh, so I this is really old. It's a whole different um, thing. I, I speaking of finding random things. I think it's awesome that you found a Mason Saunders uh, Giants jersey. Um, 
Well, Madison Bumgarner. It's a Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. Bum- that's the joke, But for those who don't know, Madison Bumgarner, the pitcher for, who was on the Giants, they found out this season, offseason, he had been competing as a cowboy. And he's been mm-hmm. doing it for a couple years. And he won like 47 grand. grand. Yeah. He's Mason w- Saunders was this crazy cowboy. He was a, And I'm pretty sure like a violated his contract because like he could get hurt yeah. you know, or something. Because like, you know. But so I found this at the Missoula Goodwill and I'm like, I gotta buy this because that was like one of the best stories I've read in a while about this secret cowboy picture. They yeah. only they only call you on it if you get hurt. Like Jeff Kent wrecked his motorcycle. I think they then called like, him yeah. on it. But well they, but they found out about it. Like the first the turn of eye, but if like National Media is reporting that Mason Saunders. Yeah, the athletic interview about it. He was like, Well, people are gonna know now. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, they're like out of rodeo. They're like, What do you think, Madison Bumgarner? He's like, Well, thanks. <laughs> Just, I don't understand the thinking. Like, it'd be fun to like maybe like you and your friends like have a roping or something. But like, he's this dude. Like, why would you need well, to compete in a rodeo? At least some of the one of the guys he's competed with is like his brother-in-law or something. Yeah, I mean that's cool. And Saunders like, is his wife's last name, so it's like all tied in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I can see how you like going a roping with your friends, even like a small town one. But this dude was competing on like the circuit. <laughs> like, it just didn't make sense. You love what you love, man. Yeah. That's fair. Mason Saunders. I got nothing. Um, Brent got up and left. So we can't end the pod. Uh Oh. I mean, we can. Hey, Brent. Um. um, (laughs) Who's, who's, uh, what's the worst team and the best team that Dante Olsen go to in your guys' opinion? The Browns. The Browns. I would hate to see him on the Browns. I would hate, hate, hate to see him on the Browns. They just kill talent. Killed. I just don't think their organization is yeah. strong, like their their front office or ownership. I wouldn't want to see them like the Jaguars. Jaguars. That's yeah. fair. That's another one. Because Browns at least get like media attention stuff. Yeah. Like I, Jaguars. Um, I would. I'm a Niners fan, but I think the Seahawks would be a very, yeah, good landing spot Willed for them, along with Will Disley. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see him on the Niners. I want. I'll probably buy a Dante Olson jersey no matter what. But like, you are too old to have a. Jersey of a grown man. Brent's got like 13. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. You got anything else you want to ask us about? Who's your favorite team in Big Sky besides UM? None. None. Hmm. If you had to pick one, like... They cancel all sports in UM. You know what's interesting is as we've started doing this podcast, we've actually kind of got to know some guys that do podcasts for other schools. So it's like, I've actually got a, kind of a different perspective on some of this. It's like, <laughs> you should just hate all Eagles fans. And then like, there's legitimately some nice guys that do a podcast. <laughs> um, who would be my favorite? I think I'd pick NAU. NAU? Huh? Yeah. Interesting. It's not like a hate, a lot of hate. Similar for culture, it's you nice know, place. like nice place. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I really like, I got nothing. I don't either. No. I mean, like, I got I, nothing. What do you think? I think you seems a good one. I mean, I don't want to pick a California school. See, I was yeah, just going to say no. I'd probably pick a California school. Yeah, you really. would, Mike. I feel like you I wouldn't. California. You know, I just actually. Like hot take Nate. I will <laughs> say that um, Randy Rahi, or however you say his last name, got interviewed in one of the bonus episodes for that podcast on Grizz basketball coaches. Yeah. And I actually really enjoyed it. He seems like. He'd be, so you're a Weber guy. Like Weber basketball would probably be the second. If you're looking at like ruining interest in basketball, part of the Big Sky, like Weber's the only other 
school that, <laughs> that you should care about. That would, yeah, yeah I mean, because they actually care. But then you'd have to root for their football team. Yeah. But hey, Jay Constantine's not there anymore. So there's <laughs> that. <laughs> I got their, their running back returned, didn't he? He's, yeah. that, he's back. The second string running back. So oh, he didn't transfer. He didn't transfer, no, and they welcomed him back. That would not happen here. Yeah. No way. No. Because yeah. no. once you enter the portal, the team the has the right to pull your scully. Yeah. Oh, That's crazy. It's <sighs> rough. Yeah. Rough. All right. Well. All right, that's all I got. Who knows when we'll come at you next, but spring games, April 10th. It's the offseason. Go Grizz, Big Sky Conference. We'll make it work. Um, anything else? Good. All right, we know you. We'll see you sooner. If not, we'll see you next time. Go Grizz. Fight on. Go Grizz.